to the rival show where uh, <coughs> joined by a couple of guests one in particular very special for the people who know so a returning guest on my right hi it's Taposh glad to be back I'm not the special one not the special guest today. that's true that's true <laughs> the regular here in front of me yes we know who I am we know what I do to baby moms <laughs> Yes. And the man on my left, internationally known and locally respected. <laughs> this guy, everybody out, you need to know if you tune in. This is a this is a great day for the rival show. You know, we had to bring out a special chair, special everything. You know what I mean? Redecorated everything. Because we heard Don Gordon. Let me stop you there. <laughs> I appreciate that, slick. Gordon Botain, aka the gaffer. Welcome. The Idris Elba of non league football. The Morris Chestnut. Can we just get started? Can we just get started? I'm sure the viewers don't want this. The listeners, sorry. It's alright. Others have made that mistake. It happens. No big deal at no, all. Tapash, I don't make them. The boss of bosses. Yeah, sorry. Oh, come on, come on. We'll start. We're off for a week, so we'll look at the Man United to start with. Slapped up by Chelsea. Had a midweek win against City in the League Cup against a B team. Yeah, City B. And it wasn't effective either. And then, obviously, failing to beat Burnley. They dominated the game, obviously, but they failed to get the result. Mm. Taposh, as the Man U fan, I'll let you start on this. What, <coughs> what's going on at Old Trafford? It's, it's, well, it's not great, obviously. Um, when we lost 4-0, Jose came out and said, you know, these the next few fixtures compared to the two we had before we really need to win they're relatively easier and he hasn't you know at Old Trafford against Burnley you expect to win why you didn't play Mkhitaryan I don't know why you didn't play Rashford up front it doesn't really matter we're, we're going through a bad patch but if we I'm going to talk about silver linings because I said in the show a few few weeks ago that I feel like Jose should be judged in eight months' time and not now. Silver linings, we created plenty of chances. Should have really destroyed Burnley. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say that there's still hope. There's still opportunity to put a run together and climb up the table. But yeah, definitely disappointed. Okay, so... <clears throat> you know, we go, we've seen all the stats. We've seen all the comparisons to LVG, to Moisey. And okay. Unfa- it's, it's, unfa- unfa- it's too unfa- early to who though to Jose but what about because you're trying to unsell a top manager a top team well, I'm not trying to unsell him I'm just saying you're, you're the- no listen listen he's the week group. by the way but what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm not trying to unsettle the guy what I'm trying to say to you is this you're, you are a top manager now Moyes was under pressure already at this point mm, and yeah. he wasn't Mourinho <clears throat> and he didn't spend the money this is what I don't like about yeah. certain fans in football Moyes she never got a job blah 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 this that and the other yeah. with less standard quality of players mm-hmm. with no money spent yeah. his performances pretty much and results are on the same level as what Jose is producing yeah. Jose went out and said I want this guy that guy a world record guy and this guy and this is the spine of my team and this is what I need in order to take us forward and right now Man United aren't going forward so why should anyone show any sort of you know, allow that time. Should we not be expecting results? 
because he's the special one. So Moyes had 34 games around that. The problem with a United fan with Moyes is that 10 games into the season, 11 games into the season, he didn't inspire confidence. We didn't think Moyes is going to turn this around. When you look at LVG or when you look at Mourinho and you look at his record, Champions League in Porto, two of, of the first time around, two championships at Chelsea in three years, treble at Inter Milan, beat probably the ugly one of the greatest teams to ever play football in in his time at Real Madrid against Barcelona. You, he does inspire confidence. We're going through a bad patch, but he brings a stellar record, which makes you think, all right, we're not doing great now, but the leader's pretty good and he can turn around and that's why I'm saying okay we're 10 games into the season 34 games if you're still doing bad I'll be the first as a United fan to say you spent all this money you know you are you get paid all this money you what what have you done you know are, are you worse than Moyes was are you have you been worse than LVG because LVG got fourth in his first season okay the guy for I know you like the guy as a Mourinho fan, I would always say I, I believe he deserves time. You know, he, he, he's proven at the level. Man United is a difficult job, I think, for anybody, realistically. I think we've got to be realistic here and look at what's expected. The fact that he has come in and spent a bit of money. Um, but that's Mourinho for you. He, he will do that and he will get it right. And I'm always going to back him. I don't support Man United, by the way, for those that are listening. I don't support them at all. Um, but I do support him as a football manager because I rate him highly um, his tactics are on point recently he hasn't got it right I've seen that but I think he needs to just look at things adapt a little bit more to how things are nowadays um, there's been a lot of emphasis on Pogba um, and that's just down to the fact of his price tag I think if we look at it at the end of the day if he'd never had that price tag not everybody will be talking about him as much he is a good player but is he is he playing and justifying his price tag I would say he's not. I would say if we look at the likes of Ronaldo and we look at the likes of um, Bell, when they had their big price tags straight away, eyes was on mm-hmm. them. And they did produce the goods from day dot. Yeah. So we've got to look at that also. And, and we've got to look at the players. Are the players doing what they're supposed to do? Because it's all good pointing at the manager. But are the players coming in with the price tags, with the reputations, are they doing the job for Man United fans? That's what we've got to ask ourselves. Rashford, I think, should be playing more. I think he had a great finish to the last season. Do you base your side around a young, up-and-coming, hungry player? I would say, yeah. I think he's playing him out of position, personally. I don't think he's playing in his best and preferred position. But at the same time, I think he's been given the chance to play so that he can learn the game. That's Mourinho's ethos about learning the game, understanding um, you know, his ethos. It's all about defence, all about defence. And when he played against Liverpool... Um, we all saw, you know, when he talks about parking the bus, you know, he made sure he parked the bus from here to to, <laughs> <laughs> to Leicester Square. So if we if we look at it from that point of view, you know, he, he's a tactician. I feel that how Man United started against Chelsea, um, you know, the, the, the way they conceded, the way they defended, if we look at people, again, it comes back to players. Chris Smalling, how did he play in that game? You know, your captain. He was your captain on the day. Yeah. He he was terrible at the back. Now, if we go individually, player for player, the only person that was really stand out was probably Mata. Um, you know, he was he was one player that I think always has something to prove to Mourinho. But I feel that everybody at Chelsea at the time, when you look at that game, everybody there 
wanted to show him, well, look, you know what? You said this and that about me while you was at Chelsea. Yeah. Now you've got something to learn. So I think personally, I would say he needs time. I, I do believe he will come good. Do I think he's going to win the league this season? No. I said that at the beginning. Um, do I feel he's going to challenge next season? Yeah. And I, and I don't think Man United are going to get rid of him. I don't think he's going to walk away. I think he's got too much pride. I think off the back of what Sir Alex has done at Man United, he's going to want to emulate that. Whether he can or not, um, only time will tell. But I think, yeah, he does deserve the time. But I do think the players should be starting to produce with their price tags. So I would look at them if I'm honest. Slick man. Yeah, <clears throat> Man United, Jose Mourinho. Whew. That combination. It's just like a newborn baby being breastfed by its mum. They suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's this wrong? Just, <laughs> just sucking non-stop at the moment. Like, one thing I'll say about the whole Pogba thing, yeah, I think people are... Like, Pogba's not the one who's playing badly. That's what rips it. I agree with Gaffer. He's not He's not, He's not. not setting the world like, like the way that where Cristiano Ronaldo was battering goals and Bell scored a few, set up a few, whatever. But Pogba's one of the people who's actually playing well. Like, when you watch him, he's not, he's not stinking out the gaff. There's people there who are really blowing at the moment. <laughs> And, um, you know, Jose's making some dumb decisions. He's not even playing his players who are in form from the start. Things like that. For example, Juan Mata. I agree. He's, I mean, he's in form. He's in form. Dangerous form. Yet the guys find himself on the bench. But I'm in form. You've got people on the pitch who are not in form. Stinking out the gaff. And you're bringing me on to try and, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Go and make something happen, mate. Make something happen. Why? But the other day he took him off when he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah. Against Burnley, he took him off and brought on Fellaini. What is this Fellaini? What, what, what's going I, I, I on with Fellaini? Know, I don't even know what, what does he actually there? do? I don't know what he's doing still doing there. What does he do? I like Fellaini. Why? I agree about your point about it's a taking matter off. It messes with the player's confidence. Mo, being a professional footballer. Who with me? Yeah, it, play, it messes with the player's confidence. If you're on form and you're doing well and you're one of the very few players in the top team doing well, and your manager subs you all the time or doesn't start you in the next no, I'll game. tell you what, I'll just, 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 just before like that, because people say what confidence. I want to say confidence, it just pisses you off, pisses, doesn't it? But from Matt's yeah. point of view, Matt's what they call a model professional. Yeah. Out off the pitch, he just takes it, he deals with it. You see, you know, he's outside of restaurants. We were talking about this the other day, you see him sending pictures outside of restaurants with his cappuccino, chilling, <laughs> cycling on his you know, fucking bike around, you know. I, he, he just a, he's a model pro, so he hmm. takes things in a way that he thinks I'll work hard and prove my point <coughs> the problem is that Jose since at Chelsea has had this thing with Mata where he's where other people consider him to be indispensable Mourinho's mm. like nah I can use you but you're not you're not my top boy and you never will be even if you're playing well I always have in the back of my mind I feel like so I want someone else to do the job that's how it looks with Mata yeah. mm. but if he is playing the best he should be playing like I said against Burnley I watched the game because one of our friends was pissed off what was going on I watched it and I was thinking, Matt was the best player on the pitch. Mm. Creating. So you, and even though you had 10 men, shooting, you needed to create chances. You needed a bit of quality. He probably could have scored one of those many chances you missed if he had the opportunity to remain on the pitch and pick up. Because that's what he was doing. But you brought on Fellaini. This is how I get you. brought on Fellaini. It doesn't make any sense to me. Burnley were chucking really, balls into the box. Yeah, Burnley were really interested in attacking. Yeah. So what Fellaini was going to do, he's not like he's a great ball winner. 
and they weren't really slinging balls into the box as such. So, so it was it was a bit yeah. I, I, I'll agree that I think decision making from from Jose's point of view, he he needs to look at it, and I think he needs to reassess on what you know Man United's DNA is going to be going forward. And I think that's what that's what needs to be looked at. I think he's basing. Manu in the same content that he has with every other team. This is how I'm going to set up. But you've got to look at what you've got and play to them strengths. Yeah, but what, sorry, sorry, I didn't no, mean no, to interrupt. No, no, I was just going to ask, what do you think is Man United's DNA? Because as a fan, what, the most important thing for us surely is to play good football. But even more, more importantly, especially the last four years of drought, is to win. Is and it, that's why we got Jose. When right. we had Peps coming because, to Man City, we were like, you need to win. So I think exactly first, exactly what you're yeah. saying, but how do you win? That's the question. The question so here is Jose can play how Jose always plays, which is he, he's defensive and he will counter attack and, and he will he will win one nil, but he will win. And that's what we thought we were bringing, and that's why did we talk about it in the past uh, in the rival show? But I certainly have spoken with my friends about this, which is. His antics have been overlooked in the past because you're like, oh, it's just Mourinho. They've been overlooked easily because he's been winning. Mm. It doesn't matter what he says because he's shown on the pitch that he's great. Mm. Now when he's not winning, are the antics just, uh, do they just seem childish? Do they just seem silly? Because they're not glossed over by the wins. So we go back to the DNA. What, What I mean by this is Man United have always been renowned to be that team that are very hard working team that's always in your face a team that um, you know they press high they you know they're a team that obviously can make things happen out of nothing 91st minutes 92nd minute they're always going to get a goal they don't stop working if, all of that but if you've noticed in the last four years you've not had that and that's are we saying that because Fergie's not there anymore no but Man United's DNA has been that you fear Man U but you don't anymore people play you and they expect just to beat you it's easy so what needs to happen is an identity needs to be brought back into the team. Now, how you do that is by, as he's saying, having a spine of the team. But you need to have players that are able to do it. And I still think you're missing a few players in your team. I think you're missing that. You're, you're missing, you've got, you've got Matt, I rate him highly. I think he should be playing, I'm with it. I think Rashford should, should be starting up top. Yeah. So yeah. from, from my point of view, I think I think from that point of view, you know, the things like that, when we start talking about the spine of the team, Matter should be playing, Rashford should be playing up top. If Rooney's playing, Rooney's playing. I 100% agree with you. I mean, but what uh, Burnley was the best example, which is you've played uh, Ibrahimovic four games in a row, three in one week. Why don't you rest him when nobody's scoring? Play Rashford uh, by himself up front. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's to... There's a lot of points to be raised with Man United and to be discussed. And I think, <clears throat> from a Liverpool point of view, it's good to see Man United not winning. But it's interesting to see that such a big club with still has what you call world-class players in there or top-level players in there. You know, Mkhitaryan not playing. Where is he? Nobody knows. His agent did some interview saying, or oh, was it? No, no, the Armenian the FA director or whatever saying he doesn't know, um, Mkhitaryan doesn't know what Mourinho's ideas are or what's going on with him. He's fit. Classic, He's classic fit. Jose. Jose's not did, picking did Jose him. Not, did, did Jose not say he's one of the players of this profile that he's always... That's what I'm saying. That's one of the, so what the hell's going on? Players. He bought four players, right? Yeah, and he yeah. bought one. At great expense, players yeah. Players yeah. For the spine of his team, which is what Gordon was talking yeah. about. He, he bought in Bailey, he bought in Mkhitaryan, he bought in Pogba, he bought in Ibrahimovic. And they're not all playing. Look at Ibrahimovic. This so, guy, he needs, he needs, like you said, he needs to take a break. This guy couldn't score... 
in a Mexican brothel. No matter how many enchiladas you give them, <laughs> he couldn't it's, score. Exactly that. I think it comes back to what I was saying earlier about hard working. Rashford's he's gonna he's gonna work his bollocks off. He's gonna he's gonna shut everything down, and he's gonna nick you goals. He's dangerous. He's you know he's one of those players. So maybe you're gonna have to. It, Comes sit down. on the bench come off the bench do something I think Jose's scared come, to drop it's, him it's come, yeah, yeah. because he's going to be a problem you know, you know, he knows that no, he's but why is Jose scared he's, Jose's a big man he, he comes is. with a big ego and a big profile he is but Ibrahimovic he's not, it's, not, it's not Balotelli we're talking about no, but, <laughs> do you know what I mean it's, this guy will cause a problem he's even going to be a great asset for you in the dressing room it's justified though he could have said to Ibrahimovic you played in the in the league cup, in the Premiership and the European Cup against Burnley, I'm gonna arrest you. That's three games in a week he's played against Burnley. I'm gonna arrest you. Mm. What's Ibra gonna and, say? And, and then what happens when when you when you beat Burnley five 0 What you're just gonna bring him back in all of a sudden? No, but why didn't he make that call? That's my point. Why didn't he play Rashford? That was the perfect time to bring Rooney back and play Rashford. We're gonna talk about your boy Jose, so we're gonna move on. Okay. City, poor form, come back, good win on the weekend, dealt with West Brom. Then yesterday, the Barcelona game, they looked dangerous. They looked good. Pep even showed a bit of, um, showed us that he's adaptable, not in the way that we thought. However, people seem to be getting that for the first half of yesterday's game, the Barcelona game, Barcelona could have been three or four nil up after yeah. the initial penalty incident with Sterling. Barcelona took control of the game, and had they scored like they normally do, the game could have been wrapped up. So, City were similar, not in the same way, a bit more quality in the way that Liverpool were yesterday in the sense that you go into games and if you get at City and you can get a goal you can put them on the back foot mm. people's heads start going Stones I've talked about him a million times yeah. I don't trust Pebbles. the guy yesterday he's up to antics again through balls for people I just don't know what he see, what in his mind what he sees as a defender but again I blame the management because mm. Pep's saying go out there Play, play yeah. be free, yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> in areas that I would never. No <laughs> risks. Don't get no me risk wrong. I'm not Pep Guardiola. Let's not get that twisted. Mm. But in areas where you some, just most coaches, top level coaches, mm. whether it be Klopp, whether it be Mourinho, whether it be Rafa Benitez, whether it be Capello, whoever would be like, clear lines now. Capello's got him playing across the back line. Although Barcelona, who obviously follow, well, you should say City are following their ethos mm. from the, the Pep era, etc. Barcelona obviously that goal today the equaliser came as a result of a shit ball square ball which in England people play square balls people go mad yeah that's that's the English football yeah don't play across the back line never do that what are you doing dreadful but I think City now are going to be in one or two mindsets either we can beat everyone and anyone or be overconfident and the next game they go into I think they're just going to tuck someone in and get dealt with well the thing about City is like it's, it's true. It's like they're just Jason Bourne. They just don't know who they are. <laughs> they don't know. And then one yesterday they, they, they remembered they were they were dangerous. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're dangerous out here. You know what I mean? Let's move to you, right? I don't know. Like City, even though they beat Barca, that's the problem with with teams like um, Barca. Amazing attack. Once you get through the attack, you get through the press, you can take them apart. Yeah. Arsenal should have been doing it for years. Like, like basically, what City did is what Arsenal would do for about ten minutes against Barcelona in games, and then then stop doing it and get wrapped up, right? Year in, year out, right? It's been happening. Yeah. City, I don't know. Like they'll come back to the Premier League and they'll play who Swansea or, or someone like that, and it's not going to be something whereby okay, yeah, we got a phenomenal attack and 
our midfield and defence just don't know what's going on back there. They haven't got they haven't got guys who are four foot nine playing centre back. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they don't do that. Do you know what I mean? They don't do that over there. They, they've got defenders who defend. They've got guys over there whose sole job in the team is if the ball comes near him, he's taking the ball and a bit of whoever's on the ball with him. You know what I mean? That's what and then that's the sort those are the sort of games there whereby I think City struggle. Do you know what I mean? This season they're either they're either battering teams or they're looking highly susceptible to getting beat by look I mean Tottenham. That's what that's that's my point. A, a good well rounded team will cause City all sorts of problems and probably beat them. Yeah. A well rounded team. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. If 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 your if your team who's got, you know, oh, someone like Man United, where they, they everything's in one area like, like they're very defensive then City will will beat you but if you've got an all round game you're going to cause them problems and that's how it is so even though they beat Barca then they beat Barca because they just weren't scared of them like most teams turn up and they're scared and then don't play their game no, but they after one that's right yeah. spot on yeah you've got, you got to go at people I think yeah. that's what it boils down to you know I believe going forward Man City do need to improve on what they're doing because what <laughs> before you know it you can see them fourth or fifth and then that's a bad season and let's be perfectly honest it's a bad season and I think they've got chinks in their armour for people to get out of them I, I believe I know we haven't gotten to Liverpool yet but I do believe with the way Klopp's got Liverpool playing okay forget about what's happened recently but the way he's got them playing at the minute with the high tempo high pressing um, them having a DNA of how they're playing um, their style of play that straight away is obviously what if you look back at the Brendan Rodgers era, yeah. um, you would have seen that everything about Liverpool was attack, attack, attack. We yeah. can't defend for anything, but I tell you what, we're going to try and score more than you. Yeah. Um, where Klopp's like, we're not conceding, but we're going to make sure we can score and win games. Mm. And that's what and that's what he's brought to Liverpool now. Press, work very hard. And it is, it's simple anecdotes that have been put in place. And that's what I'm saying about Manchester United at the minute. That's what they need to start looking at. Man City, he is trying to mould it like he has with his Barcelona and how he has with his Bayern Munich sides, mm. where it is free-flowing football. It's a be-free spirit. But in the Premier League, mm. you can't get away with doing that because if you want to be nice and relaxed, you've got a lot of people there that's going to work hard. And that's why you're going to find them lose a lot more games um, than they did last season. City are dangerous. City yeah. are dangerous. They've, 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 they've got, got the players. They've got. I was just saying they, they've, they've got, got the play, good, good they've players. They've got the players. But the thing <coughs> is, it comes back to what I'm saying about people being who do they fear? They they more fear the managers than they feel the team. If that makes sense, it's yeah. like oh Pep's there. Exactly. You know, this is it. This is what's going to happen? But when you've got someone like Klopp, he comes there thinking, I don't care. Mm. What we're gonna, what we are gonna do is we're gonna be putting pressure on them and making sure we do what we have to do to get this result. And a lot more teams are starting to clock onto that. If you know, if you've noticed, ever since um, Liverpool played the way they were playing, other teams started to copy them. Did they yeah. not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Arsenal did. Did they yeah. not? So, it's all about seeing what works and trying to jump on it. And people will find them out. The first Barcelona Barcelona City game was that a fortnight ago when they lost lost four 0 They were they weren't playing bad. No, there was no, no. a lot of individual errors. They control. They created a lot of chances. Name, Even ten men. They created a lot said, of chances. You said, you said about the errors, but the errors are going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. When you're going to allow, if you're going to go be free, if you're going to let that keeper yeah. pass that ball, yeah. if you're going to say to players, and the one thing in football which I know, and obviously the guys here know, 
is you can't let players think for themselves. You need to tell them what you're expecting them to do. I don't need you just to think on your feet and go out there and just totally express yourself. Because if you go and do that, and you, you saw what happened, mm. you're, you're going to get a nice slapping. So yeah. you, you've got you got a box clever, really, and just go out there and just keep it regimented. I know that he's coming from the school of, um, you know, expressyourselffootball.com, but not in the Premier League. Because you do that, you get hurt. Yeah. And plus, in the yeah. first game, Pep, Pep showed what was under his skirt for the first time ever, you know what I mean? He just... Rather normally, normally he turns up. He's he's been a buyer and he's been at this team, and he's like, right, here's my best team. We're gonna do what we want to do, and he's gonna try to stop us. But he went to he went to the new camp and, camp and was like, oh, hold on a second, let's put Sergio Aguero on the bench. Let's just, um, yep. you know, what yeah. I mean, force number yeah. nine business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was another thing as well. They created chances though. They created yeah, a but, lot of chances. But, but when the, the man who scores your goals, mm. a, a high percentage of your goals, yeah. sitting on the bench in big games, isn't playing then that's where the problem lies. That's what happened to them. The man who actually takes... Because they create better chances, but Sterling's finish is awful. Jesus Nafas' finish is awful. De Bruyne can finish. Yaya don't play no more. Silva doesn't really get into the goal-scoring yeah. position. He's more of a creator. Yeah, so then you're looking at the goal scorers. Mm. The man who... Gundogan the ball now, falls yeah? Him, goals from midfielder. midfielder. There you go. Now he's banging in goals for you because what's going on? But this is it. So when you've got one of the best strikers in the world, which Aguero is, chilling... Watching, he must have been gutted. You deserve to, you deserve to get that slapping. That's what I do. And this is why people often, I say often, why certain individuals like us who like to study the football other than just watching it will look at things like Pep and say, hmm, does he think maybe he's too clever sometimes? Does he think he's smarter than everyone else in football? Because some of the stuff he does sometimes, you look at him and think, are you doing this because you think it's the right way to win the game or just because you want to show that you can do this? Sometimes yeah, I think it. that about it. Yeah. When you're so successful, you can you can try different things. Too. No, 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 mate, mate, mate. You can try different things when in your team is Messi, uh, exactly this that. guy, that guy. False number nine, but you've got about four number nines running around. I didn't buy into all of that. Well, is anyone trying to tell me Messi, Messi's, he plays out wide, but he's not like a, he's not, he's not like he's a winger, is he? 60, he exactly. 60 goals a season. False number Regularly nine. 40-something. Come on. Then you've got a name. If you look at it compared to the difference, you're talking about the, the natural finisher players that are there. Mm. But when you haven't got the natural finisher, right. the, try that false number nine yeah, again. Exactly it, over at City without but then that, that comes back to understanding one, the culture, and two, understanding the, the level of football you're playing. Because mm. where you can do that in Spain, yeah. where you can do that, you can get away with that in Spain. To a point, you could get away with that when you're Munich. Let's mm. think about what your it's competitive. Really competitive yeah, exactly, yeah. So in the Premier League, anybody can beat anybody. Mm. Yeah. So you've got to be on your A game all the time. You've got to know what's going on all the time. So you cannot go in there. Take. I know, I know we're speaking about a Champions League game. That's that's totally different. But at the, at the same time, I'm still talking about them coming back playing in the football in in the league, in the Premier League. Yeah, try. I I see there being problems unless he starts going back to going. You know what? I'm taking this serious. This is how we're going to play. We've got to make sure that our players are playing in the right positions, number one. And our key players, again, another guy that should be playing these key players, are playing. Then, Man City will be, will be up there doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yep. But until that happens, they're just allowing... My, my beloved Liverpool to, to win the league this year. Hey. And, and I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. <laughs> Let's talk about Liverpool then quickly. Um... So Liverpool, a couple of wins, decent wins. 
But again, winning games that maybe we would have drawn, but still conceding. The West Brom game was stress-free pretty much. Yeah, it's 82nd minute, AR have a goal. You saw the Palace game, no pressure, cruising, could have been 5-0 up. Boom, there you go, Lovren, have that, have a goal. Score, you take the lead, boom, there you go, have another goal. No one shutting crosses, don't get into the ball soon enough. People getting across centre halves and you're just looking and thinking, we're literally going to be like the Rogers season mm. and we're going to go around trying to win games 4-2, 5-3. Four three five four, yeah. But you can't win leagues like that because at some point, you like what happened with Chelsea. If there's going to be a time where you don't score, you're going to get fingered in the bum, and that's what happened. Jose Mourinho <laughs> came and did it. Like Liverpool, look, let's be honest. Liverpool, when you watch Liverpool play, it's great going forward. But with with what's going on without the ball, they're like Doc Cotton in hot pants twerking. <laughs> Terrible at the back. <laughs> Get rid. <laughs> terrible at the back. That's you know, you're like, yeah. You don't no, want to have a look no, at it listen, from behind. I, I, I do agree with that. And I, as I said, listen, I'm gonna, I'm, you know me, and both of you know me, especially when it comes to Liverpool. I've been a, a very anti some of our managers, um, Rafa in particular, Brendan in these these latter stages. But Klopp to me shown he's shown a little bit of difference. Okay, I will go back to the players again, and I'm always going to pick on players. I'm always going to mm. do that as someone that manages. I would always blame the players in this aspect because their concentration, their switching off, is been the two key things that have killed yeah, us from yeah. a Liverpool point yeah. of view. Because it is some of them unforced errors that are that are happening. So if you look at the ones that were given away and were conceding, that's not on, that's not the manager's yeah, fault. Yeah, definitely, definitely yeah? for real. Yeah, you, you've got to look at it from that point of view and say to yourself, you know, you concentrate for ninety minutes, you keep a clean sheet, you've won four five nil instead yeah. of winning five two or. Five. But then it comes back to the same factor of that getting drilled into the players, where we're saying now go back into training, Klopp, get get them and make them understand. Listen, this is not acceptable. Yeah, I'm sure he does it because I know he's a bit ruthless, but. I think it's one of those if they can get that drilled into their mind that listen 90 minutes 5-6 if we're 5-0 up let's, let's let's make sure that we're winning 6 or 7 if not 5-0 we'll take the 5-0 and that's it as simple as that but we don't concede and I don't think at the minute Liverpool have that mentality of we can't concede even if we're winning no they don't yeah? if you look carefully when Liverpool break even if they're let's say they're 2-0 they're up 15 minutes ago whatever it is when they break they fully break in numbers. Yeah. There isn't even... A, you don't look at the midfield and go, oh, Lablar sitting, sitting, or Henderson's sitting, mm. sitting. Everyone's joining in. So when it does break down, opposition can hit you on the break. Yeah, yeah. you're susceptible for that, of course. So, but that's that part, I feel, is down to clock. Yeah, I agree with that. To turn around and say in training, if that's what he wants, that is. Because obviously with the press, you need people to commit. Get forward, shut the ball down. But when you're winning 2-0, 3-0, you don't You don't need that. Just you know what, Hendo, you sit. Chan, you sit. Whoever it is in yeah. the middle of the park, one of them. One of you has to sit. We lose the ball. You can retrieve it, recycle play. Mm. Done. But as it stands now, Liverpool, everyone joins in. You see at the edge of the box, you've got Lallana in the box. Coutinho's on the edge. Mane's in there. Yeah. Firmino's in there. He's trying to flood the box. Moreno's joined yeah. in. Or Milner's putting balls in. Climbs on the other side and you're thinking, going, you look at the halfway line and just Matic and, and Lovren thinking, mm. well, who's sat? If it yeah. breaks down, what happens if you get We're hit fucked. a base? Yeah. And then you've got people backing off. They don't know what to do. Do I go mm. and try and win it? Because now, if I if I don't win it, mm. we're definitely dead. 
So I think that's that that bit of Klopp he's gonna have to work on, or maybe he doesn't still have a midfielder who he thinks you he can, can do trust. the job. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, just go and try and win it and win five, score five goals. Yeah, that could be it. Get the result. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. And I, I, I know. Listen, my man over there is quiet. He's upset because we're not talking about Man U. I understand. <laughs> listen, I understand that. You know, we like you and that. But I think when we look at it, Liverpool going forward, this is probably the best team we've had for a while um, structure wise and I'll say structure wise because what he had to deal with last season to accept what he had to come into this season and say okay you know what this is now my stamp this is my team this is the way I want it Um, you can see you can see that working I don't think we're still the finished article I still think we're missing one or two players yeah definitely but I think we're getting there and I think we are going to you know as I said if we, we if we can go unnoticed we might be able to nick it if everybody carries on messing about as they're doing mm. then we, we carry on winning but as you've rightly said if we can tighten up on conceding sloppy and it's, that's the word sloppy goals then we're going to be cool and I think that's the thing really because that that's the difference between goal difference in winning the league like you saw when Man City and um, Man United yeah. had that and obviously the situation of you know going out there and just going you know what we've lost it on goal difference pointless yeah let's make sure we can work on our defence and go from there but personally I'm happy with Liverpool this year so that's they're playing the best football in the league aren't they Liverpool yeah. I reckon and I've said it but I, I was just sitting silent because this everything's right about it mm-hmm. that you guys are saying about Liverpool and I said it in an episode of Rival Show at the beginning of the season I said under Klopp Liverpool are a big deal and Liverpool are a serious threat to the league I said it and I'm, I'm, I'm a nobody Man U fan Fergie said it recently he's like Klopp's Liverpool is a big deal and they're, they're a title threat Fergie, Fergie also week. told his board to give David Moyes the job as well <laughs> yeah but <laughs> so, you know what I mean look Fergie he's got that, over that, there. there's no need for that no <laughs> <laughs> so what was the point of, why, why are we'll you move on. saying that we'll move on we'll move on Chelsea looking dangerous looking like they found a bit of swagger Conte's gone back to the 3-5-2 which he was successful with within it early yeah. I don't know why he, he I mean I don't know something seemed to happen that he thought oh, I had do you know what I heard happened he went on the gaffer's Instagram and looked and thought this is a guy who dresses himself well you know what I mean well, I need a little bit of this right? drop a little bit of this in my tea in the morning every every morning and we're back we're golden Conte so Chelsea thanks for that it was him back to the 3-5-2 they're looking sharp they're looking dangerous they've somehow got Victor Moses looking like a player in a wing back position I agree with that I was going to I was going to jump on that there yeah and say that bollocks off I here, think that's the thing about Victor. If we've always not, if we looked at him. That has been his game, though. Victor Moses, he, by the way, not Victor me. Moses. Yeah, not me. I don't have a game. <laughs> Listen, you, you are that sitting midfield player that's spraying balls, making things happen. Look, we need to let people know about your football and ability. He can spray six, yeah? seven yard you, passes. You can, you can do that. You can, Come you on, can, guys. you can dictate a centre midfield <laughs> in the way you play. Come on, guys. Yeah? You know what I mean. You're, you're, you're that guy he runs the semicircle that, mate runs the nah, semicircle nah, listen I, 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 rate, I, this, I rate you highly so listen <laughs> I'm going to come back to you in a minute I'm not going to leave it there but back to Victor Moses what I was saying with him is if you look at his time back at Palace he's looking like that player again yeah. mm. where he was at Palace where he was a threat where yeah. he was using his pace for the right reasons you know where he was 
because he, he is defensive minded and you notice that in the game against Man U as well where he came all the way back when yeah, yeah. he was yeah. doing his job and he yeah. was tracking back tracking runners um, winning tackles getting back forward getting in behind people that's his game and I think he's he, he stayed away the, from, from that game because he's been in and out of Chelsea Chelsea's sending him there and sending yeah, yeah. him here and send, so he's that bit part play guy and everyone alone but I think he's found himself and I think under Conte now I really think that he's allowing him to get back to enjoying his football playing the football the way he played football before um, which has been a big plus for Chelsea because Chelsea hasn't got a lot of pace in their team yeah not at the moment now yeah but you know he's their outlet especially when you're having wing backs yeah. you need to be having if you're, you're, you're letting your wing backs go on he's that person you're going to be looking for yeah, all day I mean, long I agree I mean like one of the two things I respect right? I respect Victor Moses because he's been shunted all over the place and that's what but you know when you're talking about like confidence and that maybe like when he turns up at Chelsea you know that the team don't really want you because when the managers come in they're looking to place you somewhere else yeah. who's this guy oh, okay yeah but no, no let's just try and get him on the loan list let's get him, let's get him somewhere get him some games or whatever or what if we can't sell him or he wasn't let's put it this way he wasn't wanted at Chelsea let's put no, it that way no. right? mm. but he's come he's come back and he's been given a chance I don't know whether it's pre-season or whatever but the moment he got given that chance, he did not let go of it. He took it, yeah. He took that chance. If you played him right back, you played him in goal, he was going to give it his all. That's <laughs> yeah. what it seemed like. Give it his all. Yeah. He's going out swinging. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, if, and, and if and if you're going to take this shirt off me, you've got to pry it off my, out of my dead fingers. You know what I mean? That's how, <laughs> that's how he's going on. The second thing I respect is Conte as well. Because a lot of managers come in. Like, remember that idiot Brendan Rodgers from Liverpool? Comes in, didn't assess his squad. He already knows what he wants to buy. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. before even looking around, you know, Conte obviously like he's, he's got this formation he likes. But rather than go and buy someone, he's had a look at his squad first. Yeah, he said who can oh, play in that? Who's yeah. there? And what have I got? Go- who's that guy over there training on his own? What does he do? It's Victor Moses. Ah, you don't want him. We're trying to get him a move to Swansea or something for this. Ah, nah, get him over. Let's have a look at what he could do. Oh, he can play in this position. Why not just give him the squad number for the... the, but this is the do you thing, know what I mean? Too many managers, too many managers and we're going to talk about one. Mm. Swine Stiger, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> for, so put it this way. And, and for Conte to come from... It's not like... He's not like some manager who, who who has been in English football. He's come from, from Italian football and just looked at his whole squad and said, right, I'll have him. I'll have him. I'll, I don't care what their past has been. I don't care what they slept with last week. But... <laughs> Can he do the job I want him to do? Yeah, and this guy, he's, he's given it his all. What? All right, cool. Let's keep him in the team. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Brendan Rodgers came to Liverpool, thought, right, even though this squad's got 25 centre midfielders, I'm going to buy a Joe Allen. You know what I mean? We haven't got a winger, but I like Franco Barini because he was in the youth team when I, to, <laughs> when I used to coach him. So let's get Franco Barini over here for 16 million and uh, play him right midfield. You know? <laughs> Why don't we do one? Who's having a bit of that? Eh? Yeah? Cool. You know what I mean? So these are the type of idiots that you deal with in football. But Conte is not what, and you know he was under pressure. This guy, let's be honest, he was under pressure already because when you're over at Chelsea, you're always two yeah, or three results, games away mate. from yeah, yeah, from red. From he's from done well. He's done well, and I think I think again he's going to settle in. Are Chelsea going to win the league? They're going to be there and thereabouts. I think yeah, under him, they're going to be there and thereabouts. So and they're it's, big it's, boys. I mean, these players no, are world, world yeah, class. They've won the title two seasons form, ago. Yeah. Cost what was, well, was, 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 was Mourinho doing to them two last season? I have no idea. Well, that's the, that's the, I mean, Moses has been amazing. But the big news is Hazard and Costa. Costa yeah. is such a menace. Yeah, he, if, he he, can exactly. pull, if he can produce the form from mm. two years ago, 
when they won the title, it's a big deal. They're pushing. I think when you talk about those two players, I think what's happened is probably comes back down to egos again, doesn't it? You know, you know, Jose likes to be the man. Mm. What is um, it? And where they were probably potentially going about, you know, not putting it in, he wanted mm. to put his stamp on it. Right, yeah. I'm gonna drop you. Right, you're not gonna play. And you know, he wants everybody to understand he is that guy. There's no one bigger than me at this football club. And that's the problem he had previously before with John Terry, didn't he? So but that's if, probably answers the question there. If Haz- if Hazard doesn't want to defend as much, but he's so amazing in attacks, why aren't you saying, "All right, I've got all these, I've got two players in, I've got I'm, I've got uh, four at the who back, you, I've got two holding this question to to you guys." Why would you not give Hazard a free role? But this is your boy. This is your boy Jose, isn't it? So we're gonna come. No, on no, to no. That. We're gonna come on to that yeah. because yeah. That, that goes back to exactly the point that we're making it, or we will make and it goes on to my thing about as we discussed about Mata it's the same thing yeah. if this is your best player at doing this job find somewhere for him that's yeah. the point if Hazard's your best player you shouldn't be trying to take anything out of his game you should yeah. be saying you know what yeah. do what you're find good at. you do yeah. what you're good at yeah. mm-hmm. you excel up front we'll, Especially we'll when compensate the defensive uh, frailty yeah. you have with, well, with got Matic, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say that he's like because he tracks back like when he watched Matter, he tracks back. He 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 he's he's this positionally quite well disciplined. There's once or twice where you know I, I think it was the Chelsea game. Yeah, people yeah. yeah he switched he switched off and he should have. But I mean, if you look at it, he's one of two or three players who are actually playing well. You can't afford to not be playing the dude who's who's not playing well. I mean, why isn't why why bring Carrick in for a game or two and he's pinging balls all over the place? Then he's back on the bench. We're going to leave Man United. We've done yeah, that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll come on. To, listen, yeah. we will come on to Jose because the question to be po- posed about him. Um, as I said, Chelsea looking good. They're going to be thereabouts this season. Mm. It's just a matter of one cost to keeping his head, staying fit. Hazard Top staying player. fit, and then we'll see what they do. Um, Arsenal looking decent. Apart from yesterday against Lujabets or whatever they were called, Lodigrets. Well, they needed Urzel's magic there. I, I can't lie to you. I mean, about it was amazing, wasn't it? It was a tremendous goal. That goal was, a a goal. Like that goal was straight control. FIFA 2016. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. FIFA 2016 ish, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would he press R1 and, and Circle or something <laughs> when the keeper came out? Yeah, like Pied the it over Prince of Persia, what do you call it? The time thing. He knows what's Max going Payne. to happen. He's seen Bullet this time. already. The keeper's going to be here. The defenders are going to dive at this moment. He had that. But, but overall, Arsenal aren't looking bad. Yeah, they're looking. They're looking dangerous. They maybe, maybe this might be their year this year. I mean, I don't know. What I'm saying is surprised that you what said that. What I'm saying that. is, what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah it, it won't be for yeah, people yeah. at home. It, it, well, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably to not. be fair, I don't think Spurs, but I see, I see them doing a bit. Camp, Spurs, camp. We're going to do Spurs, but I, I, Arsenal now seem to, seem to, that Wenger's decided that, you know what? Sanchez is the best striker type player I have. He works hard, he can score goals, he can come deep, he can run in behind. You're going to play out front. Why hasn't been doing this before? I don't know. Mm. Right? When the game's not going our way and we can't play our football, I'm going to send on Giroud. We're going to sling balls into the box mm. and he's going to win some headers. Yeah. And look handsome. It, obviously. So it seems that maybe now he's come to the conclusion that you can't win every game by playing the same way. So he'll mix it up a bit. He's finally got a holding midfielder in there. That's, in that, that's the difference having an A and a B plan. Opposed to just having he's got two, two or three holding players. He's got Coquelin. Coquelin. What's that one? Helene. What's his name? 
Nairobi. Uh, no. no, no, the um, Mohammed. Yeah, that oh, guy, no. Mohammed. Yeah, um, and you've got Cochlear Mohammed, and you've got Zaka in there. Yeah. So El Nenny, Mohammed El Nenny. That's there the guy. So then you've got Ramsey <coughs> to come and do bits. Cozola in there to do bits. Iwobi to do bits. You've got players to do bits, but you've got a balance of people behind that. He's been ignoring that for how many years? I don't yeah. know why. And now he's gone right. Front three, you're quick. You've got pace. You've got skill. Have some of that. Couple you can finish. Midfielders, we're solid. If we need to mix it up, I said on Giroud. Our defence ain't too bad when everyone's fit. Kishoni and uh, the new boy's decent. Yeah, Mustafi. Mustafi's good. Mustafi's good. I mean, Monroe will still get put on toast if you if you leave him one on one with someone. Where's Givenchy? Where's Givenchy anyway? Gibbs, Gibbs, <laughs> Gibbs got terrorised yesterday by that God. by that guy. So, but just in general, they look like a better team all round. Yeah, let's, let's ask the gaffer. As someone who was over here as a professional Arsenal, this guy was a professional Arsenal. Do you know? Oh, right. No, I didn't. You didn't. You didn't know about this, did you? No, just good looks. Do you know? Do you know who was ahead of him in the Arsenal team? Tell uh, me. Can you just ask the question? This is this is this is long. <laughs> Have you heard of Dennis Bergkamp? <laughs> yeah. Can you? Can, what's the <laughs> question? What is the question? Oh, what, what is the question? You know, he's internationally known what, and locally respected. Okay, what is the question? Because this we're going over the common ground. Do you know in this room there's one person who's played. Champions League football. Oh my! Oh wow! <laughs> this guy's played in that. You see, when Tottenham just fucked my accumulator a bit. Right? <laughs> this guy's played in that competition before. So I, I want to get his his perspective on Arsenal. You've been over there. You've been in training. You, you you've played under Arsene Wenger. You've been in the squad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, so just tell us. You know, you're, you're the inside man here. Tell us. He played with Immortal Penza as well. Oh, not, uh, all, all, all of this, all of this fabrication. Like what, what, <laughs> what, what I need to talk about here is the fact that I feel that Arsenal style of play, as um, you know, Mervyn has stated, is now is more fluid. In the aspect of you know they have a variation of a style that they can play. Now that that's going to hold them in good stead going forward, and I think for them to have a title challenge, they finished second by default last year. Let's be fair, out of yeah. all due respect, it was one of them ones that finishing second meant nothing. Yeah. The fact that Leicester won the league was was already a shock as it was, so they can't be proud of finishing second. They are, but they shouldn't really be proud of finishing mm. second. Um, this year, again, the league is still open. If they have to get that consistency in their game and they maintain that, the thing about Arsenal is they always seem to drop off. They're not consistent as a side. And that's been their biggest problem for years upon years and for years. And that is for the fact of what you're speaking about in the fact of having an A, B and a C plan and having the backup players and utilising the backup players at the right time. Yeah. Because their ethos of total football, total football, total football. Sometimes you don't need to do that. Sometimes the ball needs to go in there. Mm. You've got Giroud, bang, came and pick up seconds. Yeah. yeah, we can't always walk the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. And that's been Arsenal's problem for many, many years. Arsenal's you... stubbornness. And that is the thing, where he is training, bang, bang, training is about, can we pass, 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 play, 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 bore people to death with overplaying. Yeah. Um, so I think now they're getting a variation in their game, that is going to, as I said earlier, going to hold them in good stead going forward. Are they going to be able to maintain it? I want to wait and see, because I think Arsenal's biggest thing is their consistency. And that's the one thing that's there being their Achilles heel. If they can be consistent this year, then I believe they could be one of them shock packages this year that could take the league I really believe the league is going to be wide open I don't think anybody's going to run yeah, away yeah. with it I think there's five or six teams in the mix really mm. five or six really really strong teams that could take it 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it, Gaffer's right. Arsenal, you just know, uh, waiting for after Christmas when the injury, in, in and around the Christmas like um, schedule and just between like then and February when the injuries come and they, yeah. you know Arsenal, they'll just yeah. have the, the consistency of microwave yoghurt. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just all all over the place. You know, it's what's going to happen, isn't it? It happens every year. If they get through the festive period, kicking ass through February, right, then all of a sudden I'll be shook. Because, look, I mean, they play play quality football. We know that. And maybe Wenger might have actually grasped on. And if 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 in January he actually buys, buys someone... You know he's tight with his money. You know what I mean, like, yeah. it's like you know, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps all his money under his mattress. You know, like them old pensioners. <laughs> you, know I mean? I mean, you, know, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? The guy's tight. Right? But the Arsenal of these last couple of seasons isn't the same as the ten, ten years before. They've kept hold of their best players and they've added world class players. Um, I reckon they've got a good team. Sanchez is awesome playing up front. And when he does drop deep, Walcott's there to compensate. And yeah, I think I think they'll be pushing as well. Man, if Man United or Man City decide they want Sanchez and offer him some, some Gareth Bell money, he will be that he will be out of there quicker than a rat up a train. Well, I hope line. we do. Up a train I hope line. we do. Well, I'd love U- to take Sanchez. No, not Man United. Not Man United. Do you reckon not Man United? Not now. Not now. Not now. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on quickly onto Spurs. Uh, two draws and missing Harry Kane because Jansen just is not. He's not mobile enough. He's a, he's a typical English striker, but Spurs aren't playing typical English football. So therefore, it's a bit like a Liverpool type side. Buying a player you don't need. It wasn't what they needed. It, I mean, basically, Harry Kane, that thing where they tried to play Harry Kane deeper and Jansen, Harry Kane's a number nine. Stop being silly. Yeah. It's number yeah. 10 talk. Stop it. You're not that guy. You're number nine. You score goals. You're good at it. Mm. You know, do that. Jansen, though, just doesn't have any mobility. He can't no. run in behind. Spurs are playing quick football, counter-attacking football, they want to play a killer pass and they look at Jansen he's standing there going here I'll set it again for you oh, it's like Giroud at Arsenal basically Mate, he makes it. Giroud look like Usain Bolt or Yo- <laughs> no no Yoan Blake <laughs> so he, he makes it look like Yoan Blake bro. so the I don't know lug. without Kane as I said and they've lost tonight um, they don't look the same team because they don't have any cutting edge what's his name Song no yeah, Song Chinaman yeah he can yeah. play he obviously can play but you can't rely on one person mm. to come in and say, right, Kane's at, who scored 20 goals for the last two seasons, I'm going to now come in and score 20 goals. If you could have scored a 20 goals, you would have done last season too. Mm. He's not that type of player. Well, he's he's to play him up front because he's mobile. Well, they least. played him up front. They were playing him up front. Yeah. But, but he doesn't have the same credentials as Kane. He started though. up front Kane's tonight. A much did bigger menace. Yeah, remember, Jansen came on. Oh, did he? Jeez, yeah. well, done that. I don't know. I mean, I hate Spurs. God be honest, I hate them now. Like, the last four weeks... Have just absolutely ruined my accumulators. I always <laughs> I fall for it every time. I'm I'm, I'm not one of them house. I'm not. Um, someone gets married. Someone gets married to Phil Mitchell. He just keep believing he's going to change, but he's not, is he? Because he's Phil Mitchell. Do you know, do you know what I mean? An idiot. <laughs> it's true though. And like every week, I'll come. I'll come to Merv's. Tapos will be here. And how many times has this happened now? Yeah, my accumulator. Exactly. We're waiting for Tottenham to change, <laughs> but they won't because they're Tottenham. Yeah, they're anti like for, for Viagra. I'm walking here hard. You know what I mean? And then afterwards, Tottenham. I'm soft again. Everton, before we move on. Look, I said this earlier. They, they could be one of those teams who could 
cause a problem in around the top four this year. Oh, I see that Balassi when he rattled. Oh, he yeah. rattled for the goal. They got Reed, didn't it? <sighs> but they've got they've got pace now. They got tricky players. They got goal threats, and they've got a midfielder. Gareth quite Barry. Yeah, he's got that, the veteran Barry running about rattling people and Still pulling their shirts. You've got Barry in there. You've got um. Oh, I hate cleverly so much. The guy they signed from Aston Villa. Oh, gay. Idris yeah. Agui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing a job Atlanta. in there, winning second ball. You've got Darren Gibson as well. Well, it, it comes back to smart buying from Koeman, doesn't it? This is it. Koeman, well, I, I rate him. Listen, look at, look at what he's done at Southampton. And yeah. it was a good move. Listen, I, some people were sceptical when he did it, but I thought, no, he's smart. What he's doing is thinking, you know what? I've done my bit for Southampton. Technically, and let's be honest, Everton are a bigger club. Well, they've got the investors now, and they've got money as well. So he looked at it from a financial point of view as well. You know, I can grow this. He gets paid quite well at Everton. I mean, they didn't just say we're a bigger club. They said this is what we're offering you. He's one of the highest paid. Yeah, but yeah, but sorry, highest paid managers. But also, it it was the ambition as well. You got yeah, Yeah, and he's an ambitious manager as well. You got to think about that, and you know, and that's why he's gone there, and and he's bought smart, and that's what I'm saying. He's bought smart. So yeah, at the end of the day, listen. Yes, they're going to be a threat. Are they going to win the league? No, I'm going to be straight with you. Are they going no, to get into Europe? Potentially, yeah. You know, I think they're they're going to cause Europe someone. Top four. I, I think they're going to they, if someone slips off one of the others at the top, they could they could nick they it. Could cause problems. They like, could nick something. So they're going to be around sixth. Yeah, mm, six yeah, or yeah. six seven. That's going to be, and that's yeah. for Everton. Was the lot, when was the last time we saw huge. Everton uh, outside David Moyes era where yeah. they was uh, you know what I mean that shock. Season where they when did was... they finish Martinez's first season though? No, not in no, the top the, six. The first half they they did well, but they fell away. They, yeah, they, they fell oh, away. Yeah. Like, so they, they, they've never been. Yeah, they, they haven't been in the top seven. There's, there's for a years. lot of comparison between Everton and Man U, isn't it? Because Moyes well, moved to. Yeah, well, yeah well, listen, season. listen. Moyes is doing work at Sunderland at the minute. You know, as you can see, he's, <laughs> well, he's, Moyes he's, over there he's, to finish them off. He, he, he's once and up for all. Sunderland are a dreadful, dreadful side. <laughs> yeah, Sunderland, that is the place where hope goes to die, isn't it? Really? <laughs> but, 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 but that's every year, though. I, I don't even. Jeez. I, can I blame I feel him? Glad for up north, like they spend that. a bit of money. Can, yeah, can, can, can I can I blame him? I like that region. I love that region. They're wicked people up there. So what? They're passionate, and you know what they put money where their mouth is they spend money uh, on, on improving Defoe, that team man. where every season I'm watching Jermaine Defoe up top on his own just I'm hurting for him because he's, him, he's just, just walking around he's yeah, just he's, he's like, like okay the ball's gone over there oh, let me run over there Duncan Watmore <laughs> Duncan Goodhue is that that's all that? I need to know about life and that guy you're looking at him coming off the bench saying Duncan go on there <laughs> change the game for me mate that's when you know you've got a problem yeah that's when you know you got a problem. The kid literally just runs. Literally, that's all he did. He's running. Don't get me wrong. Everyone has that player. The endeavour, hard working, but week in week out, that's your mm. go to guy. Dunk. Why have they not put that Patrick Van Arnholt left midfield? Is that I keep Cause, saying? Cause this. He gets just, goals. They've got another left back. He gets goals. Get a right back to play left back then. That old I don't thing. know who their right back is. I don't. I don't. I've got I'm no idea. Team, I'm looking at their centre halves. I'm looking at the whole team collective and just thinking, you're a bad, bad team. Yes, yeah, they scare I, me. I, I, can't, I can't lie to Sunderland. They're down this year. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say it's it early. They're going to be bottom of the league. It's a wrap. They, they will be bottom. I can't see. Uh, they're definitely if, going down. If Jesus came down from heaven now, I'll take over. And your boy, not even his father. And I can't lie to you, Tapstar. By January, your man's gone. 
Your man David Moyes is gone. He will get sacked. Why is he? Oh, like, what is he? I was going to say, say how long before he gets sacked? Yeah, by January. By, January. by, by January. Because they, they, they will do that. Maybe in January. Maybe, maybe by the end of this month, Moyes could yeah. get sacked. Yeah, yeah, if he doesn't pick up. must be like the book is favourites to be sacked first. Yeah, and then he's going to stop. He's going to stop managing after that. I think he would have to stop because. Go back to Preston. He'll get a chance. Well, where? Where? He'll always get a job. He'll always get a job. Yeah, at Celtic, you're right. Yeah. Unless Brendan goes. Brendan's always gonna get sacked at some point. <laughs> yeah, he is, mate. Or he's gonna win the know. league two he's, years, he's gonna, and then he's gonna start thinking, "Oh, I've won the league." Yeah, so he, 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 he thinks he's in Scotland <laughs> with the only team who can win the league. <laughs> the only rivals got regulated for financial irregularities. Are they not back next? How? Are they not back next? They're dreadful. They've got Joey Barton. In their start wall. Oh, no, he's their, their main boy. He's he's boy. boy. He was. He was. He was the boy. Before he turned back into Joey Barton and yeah. did whatever he did he in his training. Rock and roll hair. He was there doing nonsense, being yeah. top boy for them. So, so that, that's, so that's where David Moyes is going. Rangers, probably. Yeah, possibly. That's the only. That's the only job I can see him going to because he won't. He won't get another Premier League job. He's not my boy though. He is. He's not. It's Kuman. It's Kuman. You helped. You helped him out. It's Koeman, your boy. You helped him. So who do you who I do like you rate? Who do you, I, I okay. rate Koeman because managers wise, who do you rate? When well, the Premier League taps to come talk to me, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who do you rate? Who's your Man- boy? Anywhere, anywhere. I like I like Jose. He's, he's no, my no, favorite manager. No, listen, I respect that. I'm me and you on a level. They're good. I'm good with it. I'm happy with that. It, it hurts me because I grew up in Northwest London fighting Arsenal fans, but I like Arsenal Wenger. He, I think he's, he, he's, he's decent. Carry on, well done. You're doing all right so far. <laughs> I like Koeman. <laughs> Okay, Kuman. Do, do, do you know when I liked Kuman when he had his older brother as his assistant? Man just cuckolded his brother's life, mate. <laughs> it's your older brother. <laughs> What's he you're out there, do? boy. You know what I mean? Do? I don't know. Make him your director of football or something. But your assistant he, he can't make him director of football. That's, Why not? That's Southampton appointed director of football, not him. No man, he's cuckolded him, man. What are you talking well, about? What's going on? If you've got a job now, you've got a job now, you wouldn't bring your brother who didn't have a job my older to be brother, your Yeah, but I'd bring him in to be director. I'd tell him, make him director. He's not my I don't assistant. believe you. My older brother. I don't believe you. My I, believe, I reckon you'd mug your brother off. I can nah, see not that. My, not my, my younger brother, yeah. Not my older brother, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to move on. So, Gaffers, you're here. Non-league football. We've done a bit, obviously, over the years. I played a lot of it. You played a lot of it. You've managed. I've managed. The Slip Man's come and watch games. Kaposh. Welcome Heard to about non-league. It. Welcome Thanks. to non-league. Threaten um, people at games. Threaten people at games as well. The uh, difference between non-league football and professional, because, you know, people don't understand. Because people often talk about, when they look at football, all they think about is what a player should be able to do, whether they're 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 25. What is the difference between non-league and professional football for you, from your point of view? Firstly, the time that you've got on a training field, I think that's the first thing people need to understand. You've got more time to work on things. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a, you've got players there that are able to take on instructions better. Um, at a professional level. At professional yeah. level. Because yeah. that, that's why they're number one, they're professionals, <clears throat> and that's why they yeah. stay in the game, because they're able to execute what the management and coaching staff need. Um, in non-league level, those players there, some of them are unfortunate because they're just down there, they haven't been given the chance, so we can't say all non-league players can't take on instructions or information but the the massive difference is the time that you've got on a training field obviously they're full-time and they're part-time so they train twice a week um, and people have to understand how difficult it is in non-league for the fact that people have a day job they have to go yeah. to work and then come, after they finish work then they have to traipse down to training for two hours training get prepared for a game on Saturday um, and that and that game is intense and if you look at the teams 
that play in um, in non-league that go up against football league teams they do very well and the reason why they do very well is because of their heart and desire and their hunger um, of the, the will to want to win um, and you have the football league sides who just take them for granted and expect us to walk them walk over them yeah. but the, the difference there is also always going to be the fitness fitness is always going to tell um, and if the professional side does what they're supposed to do then it should be a routine victory that's why they call it a professional job but mm. yeah the the, the, the the easy comparison is the factor that you know non-league football I, ca- I class it still as the grassroots element of football you know where it's real football do you know what I mean it's the hustle and bustle um, you know you got you go to grounds you know you have at some grounds you've got 10 people and their dog yeah. Um, and then you go to other grounds now where they've got a lot more supporters but then you've got real fans the locals who really just you know really love their club they're passionate about their club they'd rather support that team than support a Premier League side yeah. um, and you know it is really about their local side you know what, what their local side stands for what it means to them the village teams especially like my time at Histon everybody in that in that village supported Histon Football Club so they didn't support Cambridge or anybody else they supported Histon so it's like you were like the Luke Cage of Histon when you were there isn't it <laughs> the most hated guy you're right about that the most hated wow guy. really yeah well, okay yeah, yeah. Have to, we haven't got to get into all that <laughs> politics and that but yeah I mean but in terms of the players that we see going from non-league to professional football you know people talk about the Vardys of the Dwight world Gale. Uh, Dwight Gale um, Bradley Johnson yeah Steve Morrison tomorrow. Yeah. people like that why are they different from the others who are just in non-league and, and obviously sometimes it's just about luck and not getting a chance but why do those, why do those guys excel? Stand <clears throat> hunger and desire you know the the willing to make the sacrifices that's needed um, them listening to in, information them doing the application side of things them doing the extras that others are not willing to do um, and I think that that's what it, if you look at a lot of those players a lot of them are forwards as well so they, they're, they're going off their stock then performing, scoring the goals. Charlie Austin, for instance, you know, you've seen what he's done. Um, a natural finisher going in there, but their work rate, their, their, their hard work, desire, and actually being in the right place at the right time. Kevin Phillips came from non-league too. Yeah. You know, another person straight away. Yeah. You know, Les Ferdinand. Yeah. And then Stuart Pierce is probably the only one that we could speak about that's not a forward. Yeah. Ian Wright at, as well. Yeah, yeah. Wright has gone in there. So all of those players, if you look at their characteristics, their players... Um, that have come out of non-league they've all done the jobs they've all worked but they've made sure that they've gone out there with the right application listened and excelled that's the key thing there excelling and doing what they have to and we and we have forgotten as well um, Smalling at um, yeah. Man U oh, yeah. he's come from being at Maidstone things, yeah. so, <laughs> so <laughs> that, there's, there's players that can come out of it and they can go out and do well I think that the average Joe in non-league football is some of them are just happy to be there. They haven't got their expectations. Some of them have come out of the football <coughs> league yeah. and got. And the thing which the question should be as well is those players coming out of the football league into non-league, they struggle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they struggle because the harsh realities, the harsh realities of, you know, playing football where it's nice and pretty and you can pass, mm. you can move and it's all nice to hustle and bustle when someone's there, gone to work and they just want to kick you up in the air. Yeah. That's the, the reality pitches, of the it. The pitches aren't yeah? bowling the, greens. The, the, the pitches are not what they're used to, especially when we speak, we speak about academy players academy getting players, used yeah. to having time on the ball, relaxing, looking sexy compared to where you've got the ball, bang. Rattle. Yeah, you're there. You know, and people want you to get it turned, get it turned. You're like, but I get 
teach to play football like mm. pass and move and pass. percentage football yeah. you, you haven't got that you haven't got that in non-league because it's like you've got no time to think and it is about results as well in non-league now and they're making it more and more like the football league as possible and if you look at the teams that come out of the conference into the football league they don't come back down Yeah, and there's a reason for a lot that of them don't, yeah. some of them even get promoted yeah. sets, and, they, away, and, yeah. and they go back to back promotions and that's because they're equipped and ready to go into the football like league because yeah. of their hunger again it comes back to the same thing hunger and desire and the will to win yeah, I mean, just saying, because there's a potential possibility that I might be getting into the coaching side of non-league football, specifically to scream in other men's faces when they don't do well. <laughs> That's the perk. Like, I've, 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 I've struck a deal with another close friend of mine who's going to be taking the reins somewhere, and um, I said that coming along on the perk. Obviously, obviously I, you're not, I'm not going to be getting a wage out of it, so I want to be the one who gets to tell people they're released. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you please hand in your training kit? <laughs> and don't don't ever return to the training ground again. You're an idiot. That's, uh, yeah, go on, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure they're in the showers when it happens as well, just for maximum disrespect. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> no, none of this. Meet me in the office after when man's when man's putting his wife front on. That's what I'm gonna be saying to him. Right, see that stuff you came in. Fold it up for me, please, mate. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait don't worry <laughs> oh it's quite idiot. we'll move on cheers gaffer for that toilet of the week so this week it's Jose Mourinho and the reason why it's Jose Mourinho is because he's annoying me basically that's it he's always moaning nothing's ever his fault this week he was moaning about he's lonely, his wife and his kids aren't about, sad times, and he gets sent off on Saturday for having to go with the referee. It's all coming on top for him, but it's the fact that he ignores the things that he does. And I'm gonna go back to football basics here. Decision making. Why do you alienate people? Why does he go out of his way to alienate people who've done nothing to him? Schweinsteiger, he's back in training her this week. But why wasn't he in training? Exactly. What does Feinsteiger do? Nobody, in football, nobody at the club, nobody in world football mm. understands what the guy did. He's been training for the 23s, no problem. You see him on Twitter, just working hard, training every day, pictures with the youth team. Like he, he, But what did he do to Jose? Mm. He did nothing. Matter, again, one of the best players. In terms of form, they should be relying on him saying, but he mm. still finds a way not to pick him. Yeah. Why does he go out of his way to alienate people I don't understand? Well, Taposh, why do you think that is? Right. Do you think Jose, do you think Jose saw... to that, it's unfair to say, m- bring up the comments about him feeling lonely. He was <laughs> asked a question, I why are you so still lonely. in the hotel? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's so unfair. This is what I mean. This podcast <laughs> is anti-United <laughs> at times. He was asked, why are you still in the hotel room? And he's like, oh, because I don't want a mansion. My family doesn't live with me. Does it get lonely without his family? Would you want the man to say, no, nah, I'm glad that my wife's not around? It's just Most unfair. The way you portrayed him in your intro was just unfair. I don't disagree with you about Schweinsteiger. Why isn't he in the team? He's talented. We bought him only a season only a season ago. Um, he should be there. He wasn't given a... Uh, he, he, he's not in the European team. Not in the squad, And yeah. he wasn't training with the first team right from the beginning. And he's talented, especially when you're like in, in a, we're on a seven-game uh, losing or not winning streak. 
you you look at your squad and you say, well, I've got Bastion, World Cup win- winner. He's a winner. Yeah, maybe I I need to shake this up in some in, in this team. Let's do something different. Come in. Like, why haven't you done it? So I don't disagree. I said at the begin at some early on in this podcast that when you're not winning, your antics look more childish. No one's going to forgive it. This is my point. Yeah. Because you're not winning. Childish. He's not winning. He's childish, and he's doing it. He's still doing it at a point where he's not. Winning. He's always been like that. That's part of his charm. It's now we're not saying he's charming or he's interesting or he's funny, because along he with his antics, he he's not winning. To, until he started losing, mm. one thing he needs to do. He didn't start to single out individuals, mm. referees, yeah, linesmen, yeah. But in the last two years. He started singling like his own team. He didn't he used to do yeah, that. Yeah. He used no, to take true. all the brunt himself. Maybe yeah. I didn't do this. Maybe blah. Now yeah. he's like, ah, oh, my left back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Last year he was naming players at Chelsea. Yeah. Ivanovic, not who he was. Terry, not the same. Blah, well, blah, blah. What's that line he said? I, I feel like my work's been betrayed. That like, was the one. This, this, what? Why should we give him any slack, Taposh? Why should we? Because of what he's achieved. Because no, I, no, the I'm, judge, not over. I'm judging him like I'm judging yes. players. Your last season, you got a tin tack. This season, your your team shit. You're making shit decisions. Yeah, you're making bad. And you're making bad decisions. I'm sorry. That's, I'm not, that's unfair. <laughs> I said that's unfair. It doesn't matter, Gaffer. What do you think? As we know, I'm a Mourinho fan, so it's, it's very difficult for me mm. to turn around and um, stab my guy in the back. Decisions that he's made hasn't been correct. I, I will say that, um, you know, as as a manager, I understand that you've got to make decisions. Um, and I would always want to speak to my players and understand. And you've got to have players in your side, especially with that type of experience. Um, I think you know it's second to none. So I can't really justify why the Schweinsteiger situations come about. I can't. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't really want to know. I don't support Man U, um, but. <laughs> What I do understand is the fact that Mourinho, unfortunately, which we have to all understand, and this is the thing that I do, I personally like about him, you know, is he, he is he is a profile, you know, he, mm. he is that, it is about me, and people have to understand <clears throat> that. Um, where he did used to, as you rightly said, take the shine off the players. Digging at the players, I think it's one of them ones where people said, well, why don't you dig out your players? Why, why are you always taking it on yourself? So he, he thought to himself, you know what, I'm going to start doing that now. You know what it is? Because he's a sore loser. And yeah. he hasn't lost as much as he has in the last two years. That's right. That's why now he's reacting as he's reacting. As he said, he's, he's it's like a kid. Yeah, 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 it's a kid soaking. Like all of a sudden, if you mother a child, and, um, and I'll use that analogy, <laughs> mothering a child and all of a sudden, you're, like telling, the, you're telling the child off. Then the child's gonna just act different, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it, the same as Mourinho. At the end of the day, everybody loved him. Everything was fine. Now it's all blaming him. He's he, he's not the special one no more. He's not the one anymore. He he's just so like everybody else. He bleeds like everybody else. He makes mistakes like everybody else. No, no. Actually, I am still the greatest. You know what? It's them. It's them. It's them. So that's what you that's what you're now finding with him. And you found that especially at Chelsea. If Chelsea want to sack me, then sack me. Now, now, I said. They're gonna sack him. <laughs> They're gonna sack him after you said that. They are because yeah. th- listen, there's no one, no, no one's bigger yeah. than the club, and that's yeah, the yeah. thing that I suppose, mm. as much as I love him and I do love him, he's failing to realise you are not bigger than any of these football clubs. You're not, you're, and no manager, no manager or player is bigger than any football club, and that's the problem. Mm. After he said that, though, they came back with the statement supporting him. It's just his bad results continued. And no. then they sacked him. What happened is I told you I'm a big fan of these. Yeah, you got to understand that I back him 100. percent 
he said that and he kept saying it. That's the bit you're missing. He said oh, it. Oh, I was free... talking about that rant. Yeah, he, he, he had the rant, rant and then he had another one. Okay. And then by the next one, Roman said, all right, I'm going to deal with this. He's and lost the he lost a lot and he of lost the dressing room. room. And, and, and that's, that's the big that's thing. And Roman that's the big thing right, in football. I think the Man United job, and I, I know we're going back on it and we're talking about Jose, we're talking about Man U, it's a tough job to take. Do I think he was the right person to take the job? I didn't want him to come to Man U. I've got to be honest. Mm, I didn't because Because he's a winner. Uh, and that, and I and I did believe off the back of what happened to him at Chelsea, yeah. he's <clears> coming from losing. Because mm. you've got to remember, he's he's always coming from winning. Yeah. yeah. So whenever he's gone, he's gone successful. At the back of yeah. the win. Yeah, yeah off yeah. the back of it. And, it's, and he's always on the high, always on the high, always on the high. He's come off the back of a sacking. Everyone's still going to want him because of what he has done previously before. Yeah. But is he the same Jose Mourinho that was before? That's now the question everybody's asking. Now, at Chelsea, when he came back the first time, he, he was smart about what he did. He turned around and said, the league's not ours this season. We're just going to go out there, do what we can, and that's it. So the the shine was off him. Yeah. But how the many points season, was he of winning the league that season? He was only about what, yeah, four yeah, points. But, he, but he'd already said we're not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So then and then after what he did then was the next season he won it. Yeah. And then it was back to I'm Convincing. the I'm, I'm the best yeah. now. Uh, this is what and what he had was one of the things he had never faced since he was back to um, where he was at Benfica and some of the little clubs that he had before where he mm. was losing at them stages he's back to that reality which no manager is going to be inferior to, to football you are going to lose games yeah. it's about how you respond so it's coming back to the point of how we, we're dealing with him now he's not used to this so his way of coming out is what you're seeing now so, he's not the same person as he was back then either, well he, he's not he's the, the game had the a game, lot of success the, yeah the game's moved then. on and everyone wants to beat him now you've got to understand like now everybody's worked him out because he hasn't changed if you look at his tactics he hasn't changed that much over the years he's still the same he still wants to be defensive yeah he's still so if people are like well how do you break and people would have done then done their homework on him like he's done on them and they'd be like look, oh, look you know if he's going to be defensive let's put pressure on them let's try and get the first goal like Chelsea did to him yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jose, but, yeah. but I rate him. Listen, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to slag him off. I, I still, I still think he's a quality manager, and I, I just, I just think Man United was the wrong job for him, and I don't know why he went there. But he's, he's there now. So you don't think got... he can turn around? I think he can. I think, I think, given time, it's just whether you fans are going to give him the time. You're not going to get on his back it's because it, it was. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it was. It was very split though. There was very. There was a lot of. There was a, a, a majority portion of your fans that was not happy about him being the manager at the football mm, club. Yeah. Let's out there. Because yeah. of, yeah, cause, cause of the stuff that he brings. It's all like what he's doing right now, basically. Yeah. The histrionics, the random behaviour. I mean, Bastion's Feinsteiger. It yeah. really could be as dumb as he saw him in the showers and Bastion's longer than him in the showers. So he's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's out of the team. Maybe it's Anna Ivanovic. You know, he's lonely. He sees Ivanovic. He sees Schweinsteiger with, with his big schlong and he thinks... I have to get rid of this guy. I'm lonely. He's got big things. <laughs> you know what I mean? It comes out. I mean, look, what was going over over at Chelsea? Costa, the killing machine again. Eden Hazard making love on football pitches. What was going on before? What was he? Was he threatening these guys? Going to make them do naked mud wrestling with Keith Vaz or something? Like I don't know. Like <laughs> you know, what? What was it? What is it about this guy? Yeah, I, I don't know. Listen, I think it's. Does he need time yet? At the minute, it isn't going well for him. And as I said, knowing football as I know it, 
if you give him time and knowing him as a manager mm, time he, and money he, yeah, yeah. Cool. well okay yeah he, he, he potentially could be wasting more money so you know, listen the three of us we don't support Man U so really and truthfully let him waste the money but those were all that. good but look, what, those were all good buys I believe they were needed buys yeah. I don't think they were I think he's he, no, he's no assessed one said that they wasted money on yeah that's what I'm trying to yeah. Yeah. it's just return on investment you're saying it's the Mkhitaryan not even in squads nobody knows what's going on with him he's fit He's training. So then, it, then, then he's going to have to explain that he's the one that's going to have to justify why these players are not playing. I can't, I can't, I can't really say why he's not, yeah. he's not playing these players. All, no, all I can say is, Mikatim is worth thirty goals a season, like 15, 20 goals. It, 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 comes, it comes back to he, what he was saying at the start about his formation and his DNA, what he was going to do. I don't think he's stuck to what he's saying in the aspect outside um, Zlatan up top. You know, and okay, Pogba's still playing, and as you said, you know, Pogba hasn't been terrible. You know, I, I, I still don't believe he's been a world beater, but at the end of the day, I think matters to me has been one of their better players and one of their best players, and he, he's earned the right to be playing week in, week out. And Rashford, personally, I would, I would personally be playing him if it was me. If I was, if I was yeah. the gaffer there. That's what I would have done. And why didn't he play Mkhitaryan um, against cup. Burnley? Well, even against Burnley, like you brought him against Man City, he didn't do it. he didn't do a good job. You took him off. You haven't played him since. But Burnley was but that, that's, the opportunity that's, that's to bring the, him he back. He said the key words there and Rashford did, up front because he didn't do well. That's a good excuse not to have him back in. But what five it's, eight games on? Yeah, well, it's, it's it's about justification again. Look, we can't justify what Matt is not playing regularly. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah, he should be playing. Rashford should Bad be playing. Bad cause, isn't yeah. it? That's that's why it's, he's full of the week. Yeah. Why is he making yeah, the decisions? Then it's, it's decision why making. Why is he making these decisions? What mm. is it he sees? What is he trying? Because he's do? Jose Mourinho. He he believes he can do what he wants. He believes. Listen, let's and be there's, fair. There's my problem with Jose. He actually believes he can do what he wants, and believes there'll be no repercussions. That's mm. my problem with Jose. Mm. He says what he wants. <clears throat> he does what he wants. He's treating players like shit now, which I don't even understand because they're the people you need to go out and implement mm. your plan. If yeah. they're all pissed off with you, nobody's going to do what you need. The one thing about Jose that tradition, traditionally has always been great is that the players were on his side until he got to Madrid. And then, That's when it obviously, changed, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, everyone hated Madrid. Sorry? Everyone. He's, he's players of his own team. Yeah, but the up fans, until then, everyone. in Porto, in Chelsea, the first time around, mm. they in loved Milan. him. In Inter Milan, it was Inter, it was him Inter Milan versus you know why? Italy. When you go like to the these, these other Italy. teams, when you go to teams like Real Madrid, the players are the stars. Yeah, but Jose wants to be the star. Yeah, that's mm. the problem, and yeah. that's where the problem lies. But now he wants to be the star, but blame other people. I want to know what Eva Carnero thinks of this, Doctor <laughs> Eva Carnero. <laughs> tweet if he's lonely, she tweet he it. should reach out to her. And I mean, look, we, you know, we got our differences. <laughs> but I'm in my hotel room in Manchester and I'm lonely. I need some Doctor Healing. You know what I mean? Doctor Strange, wherever she is. Eva Carnero. No, man, how are you going to fall out of a, I mean, even that, even in that madness, you fall out of a flipping doctor. The, you know, the team's doctor. Who does that? Yeah, but media created that, though, isn't You're it? You're talking about, you can see him calling her a fucking puta or whatever it was, just for, just for going on the pitch and doing her job. I mean, nobody didn't do that. You know what I mean? And Andy, Andy Young or whatever his name is, Andy Hunt from the the News of the World didn't didn't make didn't make it up. You can see it with your own two eyes. You know what I mean? Tapos, Jose Mourinho is the toilet of the week. We'll move on quickly for some uh, F1. Your area, 
Taposh. Lewis won two in a row now. But but he's not gonna win the title. He's not gonna win the championship, is he? What? His car's gonna conk out between now and the end of the season and ruin it like it has done all season. I hope you not. think of That's all those my fear. races I'm a Lewis Hamilton. All fan. those races he could have won or just picked up points. Forget the winning. Yeah. Just picked up points. He'd be now still 30, Clear. 40 points. Forget all the races. If his car, just in Malaysia, because his engine's given up so many so often, but just in Malaysia, when he got when he was on pole, five he was leading the go. race, got off, was the champ. And if his car hadn't failed, he'll be leading the championship at yeah, the Yeah, Ros- Rosberg would have finished fourth place because Rosberg came third because Hamilton, five laps to go. Yeah. Yeah. The car just injured. That's what just, I mean. Like, I'm just that's the one where he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. On the radio, I mean, season, gutted. Like we talked about it before. Mm. The amount of issues he's had with his car. Just him. I'm gutted for Strange, it. Strange, yeah. Like, what did he say, he say after <coughs> Malaysia? He turned yeah. around and he's like, there's 10 Mercedes engines. Yeah. Why is my one the only one blowing up? Yeah. There, there like isn't. That. I don't think there's a conspiracy. There no. is. There, there is. is. There must be. There has to be. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like yourself, I'm a fan of these, and for that to happen consistently, consist. Let's say consistent. It's not it's the not, first or second it's not, year. It's, it's not. It's not one of those ones that you're like, okay, you know, it's just a blip. It's an accident. It happens consistently, consistently, which is now costing him mm. what he's working so hard for. It's not him. It's not his fault, is it? <laughs> no, but that doesn't mean it's Mercedes' fault. Here's no, then whose fault is it? He's won 51 races, 30 have come from Mercedes. He's won three championships, two have come from Mercedes. What does that okay. mean? What, does that what mean? I'm trying to say to you is Formula One, a team, a car, has 3,000 people making it. It's quite a complex process. Mm. Could yeah. you imagine Lewis with. Lewis is a powerhouse in Formula One. Could you imagine Mercedes taking on the risk of? Sabotaging his car. Not, not even, not even sabotaging. Like, why would but, you do that? But listen, we got to look at it from this point of view. So why is it happening then? Mm. If you can tell me the reason, apart from fans, no yeah, other how's, critic, for, the four it, years, with the, any the sort of credibility, years. is saying that there is any sort of conspiracy. Tapos, tapos, tapos. So tell me, tell me, over the three years or three, four years that um, Hamilton and Rosberg have been at Mercedes, how many times have, has Robert, Rosberg's? Um, how many times has he had engine problems? I can count them on two hands. So one of, the most important, one of the most important. Look, I'm not disagreeing with what, what you're saying. What? I just so, don't so think there's a conspiracy. I think Hamilton's had had a lot of bad luck. Um, but going what, going what, going back to, the, to back like that. Go, going <laughs> every to year. The, going to the first championship that he's won with Mercedes. I think coming into the last race, Rosberg uh, Hamilton was leading, but Rosberg was still in the hunt for the for for, for the title. Why and was that? Then? Hamilton had problem all season, but Rosberg's yeah. car broke down. Check this one. So, why is it at other teams when cars have reliability issues, it affects both drivers, but not a Mercedes? It's not always. It's not always. Look at, look at, one... look at Ferrari. Look at Red Bull. Well, let's like look at Ferrari. Was... I'll give you an example. Raikkonen in that first season had, 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 the bolt or the, had most of the problems, mm. right? And yeah. Alonso didn't. Alonso finished way ahead, but Raikkonen okay. had had the what, what, so issues. What, that, that one season? No, but was you, it four seasons in a row though? <laughs> Again, two of those seasons. I, I watch, I watch Hamilton's won the championship. Been, I watch it and I'm like, yeah, but he's been winning it in spite of what's been. It's in spite because he's, he's that great. Those, he's that great. But yeah, look, but this season, I don't think there's a conspiracy. I, I, I think, don't it's, think it's, it's bad luck. I'm I'm concerned as to. How you can have bad luck for three, four seasons? Yeah, but the other guy does. Like I said, I'm a Lewis Hamilton three, fan, seasons. and I'm so so gutted. Three, four for seasons, him. good luck. But for those Lewis Hamilton fans out there, going so in 2007 in his rookie year, 
he went into the uh, the final race with like a 12 point lead and then lost it to Raikkonen by a point yeah, what I'm saying is anything can happen I'm looking for a Rosberg failure I'm looking for Rosberg to finish 5th or 6th and Hamilton being back in the, back in the race for the uh, strange, back in the that, running for the ultimate race that, that was happening when Rosberg was going to finish 4th but when he was going to finish 4th and Hamilton <laughs> was going to um, um, take over take a lead again in the championship Hamilton's car broke down with 5 laps to go that's a bit strange for me I think Formula One cars are really complicated, and I think mm, that, exactly. that luck exists. Hence, hence why, for us to prove that, prove this theory, is crazy. But they've had saying. a championship-winning car for two seasons. That he's won the championship in those two seasons. This I, season, I, they they switched the team that was working on on his car. That's for growth. Couple I mean, constructors' uh, titles trumps everything else. If you think, well, look, I've got these 20 people working for me, 10 have won the championship two seasons in a row. What if these 10 now go to Ferrari? I need these 10 to be on the ball as well. Let's mix up. No, they, they yeah, they just they just went to work on um, Rosberg's car instead. Yeah, and Rosberg's uh, and engineers Rosberg. came to Hamilton's yeah, team, the, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they've also won races. It's just Mercedes thinking commercially, I need to train all my people. That's not unfair. Like, look, <laughs> as I said, I'm, I'm a Hamilton fan. Kind of sounds, I'm, sounds like it's Mercedes trying, I'm, to stack, I'm trying to stack their deck in Rosberg's favour. That's what no, it sounds like to me. It sounds to me. If you had 10 children and five of them consistent, consistently won new trophies and the other five haven't, you'll be like, why would you risk it? Because after after all, you're, you're looking to win trophies at the end of the day. Why would you just make. Uh, that's like saying, okay, I've, I've, got, I've, I've got a football I told you, team. For commercial reasons. I've, I've, I've got a winning team, and um, just, in, just in case, let's just move things around. Let's just move things around in case at some point. Man United come and buy all our players. Let, let's no, no. let's see what all these guys can do instead for a whole season. No, that's not. So Mercedes employees say 20, 20 engineers, ten for Hamilton and ten for Rosberg, Rosberg, and ten of them have won two championships. And they're saying, well, you know what? If tomorrow Ferrari, Red Bull come knocking for these ten engineers because they've done something really special, if I lose all the, a lot of them, can the other ten really? It, will, will the other ten be strong enough? So they're but saying, those, well, but those ten are now going to win. Let's mix hold them on, up. hold on, hold on. But those ten who have now been switched over are now going to win another championship, though. So it doesn't really. I don't really get. What do you mean? So they they're saying, so look, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like if they're staying. No, no, I know what you mean, but they've yeah. got experience uh, with, of what, Ham- of, of with, with Hamilton, and <laughs> so, so, so the same yeah. guys. So the same guys who are over there with Rosberg, who didn't win a championship, yeah. and now with Hamilton not winning championships. What's the What's the, what's the experience but of Hamilton's, the game? Hamilton's not winning because of bad luck, not because of anything else. Bad luck? Okay, cool. Yeah. It's, what, 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 it doesn't what, mean that they, they're not they getting experience. Those guys, okay. when Hamilton's car's working, those Rosberg's engineers are winning. Yeah. When Hamilton's car's working, Rosberg's engineers are winning. So they're cross-skilling their engineers. There's nothing wrong with that. If I was Mercedes boss, I would do the same. Optimise my engineers. Who's going to win a championship? What? Question. That's a hard Rosberg. question. I don't want to answer. That. Rosberg is obviously the favorite, the overwhelming favorite. But I'm not ruling Hamilton out. He's he's one of the greats. Really, I I, I say that, and a lot of people might be like, "Well, you, oh, you, I agree." The guy, he's the guy's one of the, the best. He's the best driver on the grid. The only per, only fan that I'll listen to who says some a driver could potentially be better than him or is on the same level is Alonso. Everybody else is not on the same level. And the one guy that's up and coming is Ricciardo. He's already there, but 
those are serious drivers. Yeah, those just, are hard Formula time yet. One. Yeah, it's just not his time yet. Yeah, but when you give him a top car, oh, but he's got to earn that, hasn't he? If if he was in, in Mercedes <clears throat> with Hamilton, there's no doubt that he'll be pushing Hamilton more than Rosberg is. Yeah, no, I, I, I is believe a that. Driver than no, Rosberg. No, no, I agree with that. And but it's just about him get, get, being given the chance. Yeah, yeah, it? absolutely. And come next season, Red Bull must be the favourites. Don't forget the massive rule changes coming in aerodynamically. Red Bull are the strongest team by far uh, in 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 um, Formula One. So with the massive rule changes next year, him him and Verstappen must be looking to looking to win. It's a challenge at least. Yeah. Ho- hopefully neither of them get Hamilton's engineers. We'll move on because still have so much to do. Uh, Joshua Klitschko was off. Joshua's now fighting Molina, yeah. which is a fight he should be winning. But then he will fight Klitschko next year I think it's March they've said for the two titles so we're going to wait for that that'll be interesting but the Molina fight I mean it's just a filler uh, but it's, listen, on, it's, it's, it's not pay, it's, it's not pay per view it's not pay per view but it's the, fight, the fight against Trezorah versus White now, 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 now that, that fight there that's gonna sell. is a real deal sell. fight let's talk that's about that more interesting yeah than Joshua versus Molina all day yeah. all day two guys with no self control oh, straight, straight up straight up ghetto fighting that I'm going to watch every press conference yeah. oh, you know every interview where they watch them yeah. train everything. Watching, something's going to happen in the press something's going to happen someone's going to get that, something. that, that build up someone's going to get bottled he glassed me he glassed me water thrown in people's faces there's going to be all sorts going on and then you're going to find it's not like in normally boxing there's a lot of chat people push and shove listen you're going to find out the truth about who really is about yeah. it. This isn't this is it. Someone's gonna say something to the other one, Get and you're gonna know by the other one's reaction whether they're really on it. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen, and I can't yeah. wait for that. That is way bigger than the Joshua fight. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, that that's that should be a headliner. That alone can that, that could that is pay per view. I'm happy with that one yeah. on pay per view because you're like you know it's worthwhile. But Joshua's only pay per view for the fact that he's champ. That's the real and, yeah. and and he's commercially the man at the minute. Yeah. Eric, um, Eric Molina has been knocked out. What was he? Deontay Wilder and Chris Ariola. Chris yeah. Ariola, you know. Yeah, so. No, I mean, um, that's not a serious fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. But to be fair, I mean, this guy's fought three years. I mean, to be fair, they got left in the lurch. Yeah, yeah well, David Price should have put him in to get yeah. smashed up as well, innit? That, that, that one, we would have rather. Listen, yeah. at least they could have justified yeah. pay per view potentially with him there. Has Klitschko got a fight in the in between? No, oh no, he's injured. Himself, no, he's injured, yeah. isn't it? So that's that's oh, why he's not. Right. Right. So he's, he's out for the well, year, so that he can get ready for fighting Joshua yeah, next exactly. year. That that's what it really is. He wasn't is, ready. Exactly. He wasn't technically ready for now. Oh, okay. He wasn't technically ready. It's just what it's the technicalities of. I don't really want to lose this one. Yep, I'm hurt now. You know what? <laughs> we'll do it next year. It gives me time to prepare for it and get ready for it. Probably well, mentally he's preparing himself for fury this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua's not fury. So yeah, two different animals right off. there. Yeah, exactly. It's hard yeah. thing to think about. You think, mm, yeah. I've been thinking and training psychologically. I'm on this guy. I thought about this guy, but they're not the same in any way, shape yeah. or form. Mm. Not mentally, not physically, yeah. nothing about them the same. Yeah. So there is that. Chisora White. Hey, that's going to be like a night at Shawshank Redemption, isn't it? Prison, <laughs> isn't it? You know, you know that one. That's it. Two can't, can't, can't wait for Garcia versus my man Furman. Yeah. You get me? Oh, Garcia oh. Furman as well. Oh, that's I a big. Furman's a top. That's top that player. is a fight. I can't wait for it. He, listen, Garcia's getting hurt. He's getting hurt. Now I'm being straight. Yeah, no, yeah. Guaranteed, he's gonna to, he's gonna be sleeping that day because the way he's still undefeated, right? Yeah, but he will be. He will be when he when Furman one time gets him. 
Yeah. That will be it for him. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that will be his defeat straight. And and he's going to get knocked as well. And I believe he's going to get knocked. Andre Ward Khan is going to fight Garcia. Yeah, that's all. Oh. Jim Khan have option on Garcia. Yeah, but Khan's injured. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah. But I have to bring him up. Imran. <laughs> oh, that guy that was yeah. a boxer. The, the only Khan who should be fighting him is Genghis Khan. Man. <laughs> 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 I'm here, Khan. Any man. I don't know why you keep bringing his name up. What do you mean? I mentioned it once. No, but when uh, we talk about boxing generally, at some point you have to get in Amir Khan. I'm just saying, then you have first option on Garcia. First no. option on getting starched again. No, yeah. I remember Garcia saying, well, I don't know why you would fight me. He just got knocked. Um, he got yeah, knocked yeah. out. In the yeah, but Garcia, Garcia's getting loud because the thing is, before he did knock out Amir Khan, he was getting moved up. His face yeah, was mashed up. Was. And Amir got carried away and yeah. got caught like per normal. As usual. Yeah, and that's his problem. If yeah. you've got such a... If you're, if you're chinny like that, what you've got to say to yourself is, you know what, let me just carry on boxing. Yeah, exactly. Box through the rounds. Yeah. I'm going to win on points. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I going to try and knock somebody out? He wants that tear up. I'm, I'm, I'm not a knockout artist. He hasn't got that in his CV. So he's got to use his brain like what he did again. Mm. He, he's there fighting thing, and he's doing well for how many rounds was it? Six, five rounds. Five rounds. Yep. Five no. rounds. Yeah. He stayed yeah. away for five rounds. Think about it. Box All you had was well. another seven rounds yeah. of yeah. the same thing. Three minutes. Run around. Keep running around. Yep. You know, I think I'm better than Mayweather. So if I can knock him, you're not Mayweather, son. No. Yeah? You can't go in and go out because once you go in, you're going to get caught. Yeah. And when he went in, good night, Vienna. Yeah. And what happened? Unconscious, mate. He's there sleeping. Unconscious. And the fight was over. So he's got to let go. I hope Kelbrook don't fight him either. I already said it. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't okay. want Kelbrook every time. I don't want it. I don't I want to get to the point where Kel's yeah. unified the division and somehow American mm. begging for fights. He's like, no, nah, oh, forget it. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he'll get punched he's, up by him. Nothing here. here for, there's nothing here. Listen, that can bring I'm, I'm telling you now, Kelbrook will put him to sleep. Of course he will. Like he, the thing about it is, he will look to put him to sleep. He's yeah. not going to want to take it bare rounds. Yeah. He, he will run after him to catch him. Yeah. He doesn't want to box. He goes, no, no, no. I want to knock you out so everyone can see. That I knocked you out early. Yeah, walk no, look at the shots yeah. he was taking from Golovkin. Oh, he didn't go down. yeah. Listen, so, that fight there, I, I, I thought he could do all right in that. You know, he did. He, it was he, just the injury. He, he was doing all right yeah, as yeah. well. He's just getting caught with him once, and his socket's yeah. gone in it. What can yeah. you do? Sorry, sorry about that. We just yeah. carried away. <laughs> it's boxing. Isn't it? uh, it's boxing. That's Love the section. Um, so we're gonna move on, and it's our new section. So we've got a few stories in the news this week. What I mean, th- this is interesting. It's about ethics. Uh, dental and bone testing for immigrants is a reasonable step or unethical. What do we tap watch? I have to ask you first. All right, you're the human rights guy. Talk to me. What do you think? It's not right. It's not right. <laughs> yeah, that's my instinctive reaction. It doesn't Why? feel right. What? Do you, testing. Do you, do, you, do you think it's um, discrimination? In that aspect, do you feel that so it's what, just what wrong? kind of migration are we talking about? We're t- no, we're talking about the immigrants coming from um, Calais at the moment, the Syrian re- refugees. Yeah, so you're talking, talking about, about people running saying, away. Are you from war zone? But is it, if you're using the right context, what we're talking about is at the moment you're saying you're bringing in, you're only allowing children to come in at this moment in time, all right? Mm. And then there's grown men. I think there's less than people who exaggerate, but there are men. Mm. Who are not children saying I'm 16 or I'm 15. Yeah, well, that, that, that's wrong, though. That's wrong. That's wrong. Should they be tested? Those people are talking about not every immigrant or okay, that's, every I thought, refugee I thought it was that. Yeah. that I would disagree with that. But I'm talking about yeah. the ones, those, those people, do you think would be reasonable? 
I mean, there are these people are escaping what, war to all countries, obviously. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not dismissing I don't that. I'm just saying, like, like, what do you do if they, look, if there's children? I don't in know the how camps, to answer the question because for me, I think, like, what we take, we take, we took like one thousand people on or something yeah. when uh, Germany was taking two hundred thousand people from from Syria. France mm. was taking hundred thousand people, and we took like one thousand people. And I feel like we let the world down somehow. <coughs> I was gutted. I, I, I mean, I know I'm not answering your question, but I'm kind of trying to tell you that, like, what's the point of wasting money on it? Look, if you if you're going to take take a child or take an adult, if if it helps them survive from a war territory country, like, what are you going to do? Spend how much is it in this? It's some sort of DNA test, right, to tell Good you how me. old they are. Yeah, it, that's that's probably costly. You know, how many times are you going to do that? You're going to do that a thousand times? A thousand applicants that are saying that they're under 16 when they could be 22? Look, bottom line is 16 or 22. But what about, the actual, children? What about the actual children who aren't going to be in... Now we're talking about the wider the, EU the, community, yeah, yeah. isn't it? We need to pull together as human beings and and say, look, we need to do something. And like like we did, like like we... Like England did during during the Second World War when Hitler was doing all that all all his business, mm. many people in England pulled pulled together and got a huge amount of kids from Germany into into, into England yeah. to give a better life. <clears throat> we look, why spend that money? My answer, my straight answer is, we don't need to spend that money on DNA testing. Should have used it on people like Kanu. Obafemi Martins. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of these dudes who are supposed to be how old? Come on. Well, Jose, I know we've talked Come a lot about Jose. What, what did he say to Atto? So, what did he say about Atto? Oh, Sammy Eto. Yeah, yeah, he called him an old man, didn't he? I love Eto's reaction, oh, though. He was still at Chelsea at the time. <laughs> Under Mourinho. They asked him about it. He's like, don't listen to that fool. <laughs> like, Eto could have under Jose about the gaffer thousand refugees I don't care about Jose we're talking about the refugees thousand refugees <laughs> like I mean it's not a lot is it no it's not it's, it's nothing to be fair and then um, can't they just put them in places like look, oh, I'm not, I know this is sound I'm going to say nuts but places like Scotland and Wales bare I'm not, this is, I'm not even taking a piss for one it says bare space and a lot of them play, the Highlands you know what I mean just put them there Look, 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 what? They're not getting blown up, are they? They're not. If they stay in Syria, they're getting blown up. You've seen them. You've seen the footage. People bleeding and all look, shit. You have to fund these I know people. You can't you... put people in the highlands. Yeah. And... Yeah, look, there's jobs. Look, here's what I'm saying. Bring them in. Jobs in the highlands. Well, there's, there's some jobs Every some of them people. And people out there drinking, drinking the red time. stripe all day long up there. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and, 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 and red and what's that thing they, they like? Iron brew. Red stripe and iron brew. Isn't that Glasgow? Yeah, Glasgow. I just don't know what just happened. It's a posh gun. Bring some humanity to this. No, 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 I was just saying that they do. They do localise ethnic communities, don't they? It happened in Hamlets with the Bengali community. It happened in uh, Brixton with with um, the African community. So oh, I thought that was going to go wrong there because the way you were stuttering over a word. No, 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 but what I'm saying is that they do do it. I, I don't think you can restrict freedom of movement. You can't say... <laughs> they have to stay in the highlands and we're going to... No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. stuff them up there and rebuild Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not saying, I'm not saying no. that. What but, I'm saying but is... But there's just... plenty of space. No, I'm with you. 
from with you, Vic. I think there is. And how old? How old, they, should, how old are these to, immigrants? It's, we're it's just over. a human thing to do. How old are they? Well, they're saying they're, to be they're saying they're just accepting children at the moment. Oh, okay. So but, under sixteen. Yeah. Well, obviously they were grown men, or I say grown men. There are men like, well, maybe one look older than me. So he was when I say older, he looked old. What about the yeah. chicks though? I say just bring the hot chicks over. <laughs> there must be. <laughs> Well, it, it can be, it can benefit the country, innit? it? More hot chicks, you know what I mean? So There's guys sl- out there who... Slick Vinci code them straight, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, you know what I mean? It's just, I'm all for just the multiculturalism over here. You know what I mean? What better way? People, I think people would be a lot more accepting of new faces if they were hot new faces. And they were you know just I mean? women. You support multiculturalism, yeah. but just not. Well, it's my, guys, it's my Donald Trump, anti- Donald <laughs> Trump approach to international <laughs> affairs, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to move on. So, the FBI inquiry into um, Hillary's emails. So, the whole thing about the emails is she had her own personal server, refused to use the US state server. So, she was basically in control of what anyone could see. So, if she was sending anything dodgy, no one would know. They would never be able to check on her. That's that's the allegation, basically. Okay. But, the question is, we knew about this in December, I wonder where it was. Why have the FBI decided to release this? There is further information two weeks before the election. Do, I think what's going on? This, is, not, this is the like, FBI. Yeah. This is not. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like he's got the girls running out saying he did this to me. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Okay, but those are individuals. This is the FBI. Yeah. This is the, the major organization, the crime fighting organization in the US. Mm. We know what kind of nonsense those guys get up to themselves. Yeah. Why would you come out and make statements like that two weeks before an election? pretty easy really they're just they, they, they're looking at trying to get themselves involved in this uh, making an uproar about something that doesn't need to be there because at the end of the day listen they should have dealt with it before they didn't deal with it before for them to have found something out of thin air and let's say it is out of thin air because what have they what have they actually put on the table that's of any relevance let's be perfectly honest all it's doing is just making the debate a little bit more interesting it's a little bit like oh you know she's not not whiter than white and all of these sort of things but at the end of the day i'm sure trump had something everyone's gonna say no he didn't but he had something to do like tipping people off about you know you need to keep looking into these things because you might find something you might have missed mm. Mm. oh yeah i mean, I mean trump, job, trump, yeah. trump trump's been saying it all the debates he's began even and it's I've got to admit, he's got a point. The way it all went away was just dodgy. Yeah. It's so, have you... And, then, and, and that's why they come... And that's why they come... They, 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 they were saying they weren't going to indict her and all that stuff. They said, no, no, they said no DA or uh, yes. federal attorney, wherever it is, would... Would, would yeah, indict would her. Case, this, yeah. yeah. So, effectively, they said there's not enough here for them to pursue further, so there's no point in continuing with it. Yeah. As with any case, you investigate with the evidence you have, and you decide whether it's worth proceeding with. They but did not. they investigate? Really, that was one. That was the one that never. Well, why are you investigating well. two weeks before? So here's the thing, wow. with this. It's America. Yeah. It's yeah apart true. from apart from that, the FBI have new evidence, and they're saying we're going to reopen the case. Why are they saying it two weeks before? But would we, if they're going to investigate, if they said it two weeks after, would we not have the same debate? But why did you not, if you had this information two weeks before or four weeks before the election, did you not think it was relevant to bring it up? Here's my issue. Are we forgetting that Trump is also in the running? Are we forgetting that, okay, so we knew that Hillary used her personal server. It's not as secure. It's a stupid thing to do as a secretary of state yeah. because you're potentially putting sensitive information. Yeah. 
out there for the public domain. For, yeah, well, yeah, for easier access yeah, than, than, than breaking than, than into the American yeah. security yeah. server. It's not very president-like. But she's yeah, the opposition is not very president-like. Well, How listen. are we forgetting that the opposition is? Tr- I'm forgiving her for it straight up now because the pre- opposite thing the person who will come into power is donald trump black people like that's it's just how is he ahead on the poll on this basis Mate, come she on. would have to kill somebody for me to not uh, come to not on vote her. the terminator was the governor of california the terminator but these are the same people who looked past everything and voted Barack. It, it, listen hope is what shepherd ferry uh, printed uh the street art, political street artist and it was it was hope took the states in their worst position and you know they're still the most economically powerful country in the world they're still running mm. and he's done a great job but these are the people that voted for Barack yeah but then the, they voted for but, Trump. but 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 not all of them are though not all of them are I think what's happened now is he's getting the people that weren't voting before yeah. on his side so he's getting all of the people that just didn't Undecided, care yeah so the undecided people and those votes they're the ones that count they're the ones that can swing things because obviously she to be Hillary's now getting all of his ex obviously people that voted for him yeah. and obviously she, now with Michelle backing her as well that obviously he's going to get get that extra bit so listen I, I more than anybody more than anybody I don't want Trump to win I, I more than anybody and I don't believe he will win. He's not I think normal. It, I think it will be close. I think <laughs> it will. It, it will definitely go down to the wire. Um, why is it if, going if, down if, to the wire? Is because 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 with American society because it's America. The, it, exactly. it, that's Robin Williams films where he's a comedian and he runs for election and then he wins, but it was a fix. Watch out! Watch his space. Yeah. So you never know. And listen, if he does win it, it's, let's, let me be honest. It's not Dollars our country. Dipping. It's, it's not Dollars our. It, dipping. It's not our country. We've got bigger things to worry about. But no, no, we, no it's we've got big, we've world. got bigger things to worry about. They you know, so many people. Yeah. that's the thing. It, it does affect but so I, many people. That, so many, so many countries all around the world. I, I agree. I agree. There's no thing as charity. You know, they say, but, oh, but, you know, but, but let's, look, let's look at let's look at what our, what we're going to be facing in Britain, which is the Brexit situation. That's yeah. now a massive. That's si- a big deal. Yeah. That's a big, now big that is when, when when people come to me and say Gordon what's your what's your thoughts and that's that's a problem for me personally that I'm looking at things thinking wow okay you know what we've now got an issue there worrying about whether Trump wins it or Hillary wins it we could it's only going to impact us minimal amount compared to us being out of the yeah, EU. Yeah, no, absolutely. We yeah. should have had a section on um, maybe Theresa May and her negotiations with Europe, especially Angela Merkel. I read this amazing Theresa article. May looks like a white walker from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what have I done there? I brought something up that I didn't know. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm just saying from that point of view, I want her to win. I believe she will win. It will go down to the wire, but she'll get it on the technicality, hopefully. On the technicality? I think he's going to get that. stop dressing like Suge Knight's missus as well. <laughs> he's wearing them red, them red all-in-one suits. Like she's an OG Crip or blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, she, I think she'll get it. I think she'll get it um, la- last minute. I think she'll get that. So um, yeah, I don't know what else. I'll I'll put it to anybody else that wants to carry on on that, but Trump's not going to win it. Simple as that. Let's hope not. Yeah, um, well, well, it's not going to it's not going to affect I my life. Tell, I, man. I did not predict Brexit either. The I did not I, predict. I, nor did I. I'm in my London bubble. Like I know that we're not voting for for Brexit. Have you not been outside London before? I, I have. I'm saying I'm. These in people my out there. 
Yeah, I was just. I was you look in their eyes and there's a light, just lightness. There's light. <laughs> light, wildness in them, just. <laughs> let's be one, let's anyway. be one. Uh, Victor, your mate, Keith Faz. Oh! The disgraced, <laughs> the disgraced MP. Forced to resign from his Friend position. of this show. Friend of this show. Uh, so obviously you've already mentioned don't know. him in the show, you know. He has right? mentioned him, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying, you trying to get at them two over at Chelsea, you know. Was um, forced <laughs> yeah. to resign. Due, he was in charge of the inquiry into prostitution, mm-hmm. and then they found out that he was actually using male prostitution. He was, pr- he was pro- excuse me. He was single-handedly propping up the Eastern European rent boy market, right? And uh, so, uh, possibly using also allegedly using also poppers, whatever poppers, right? So that's Kifaz. So he was uh, he was forced to resign from his position on that. Um, an inquiry um, so now he's been appointed to the committee to ju- what I, I don't understand basically the British justice system the committee in charge of British justice and he's been appointed to that okay. and what people are saying is obviously there's a whole forum people are saying how do you appoint someone who you can't trust yeah who's under police investigation for breaking the law mm. appoint him to a committee in charge of the British <laughs> justice system it doesn't make yeah. any sense this yeah. man was in charge of the inquiry into prostitution decided to try out the goods yeah. to see himself yeah. what yeah. it was all about yeah. and now he's in charge oh. and he's, he's still under investigation this is the yeah. point this, Taposh what, what do you think <laughs> you know, what do you think though Taposh I, I haven't read read into this but it doesn't seem right do you have any it? medical training no I don't have any oh, medical say, training because I wanted to tell, talk us through the obvious no we know, not, the no, effects no, of no. using poppers no, no. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad doctor, so the doctor's not here. What? <laughs> people want to know at home, like, what? why does it relax your bum hole so much? Why when do these the, rent boys, you know... What is wrong with you? I'm just asking. Uh, well, this, there's no medical training. Don't ask no. Him, don't ask no, him. I wasn't going to. JB, what do you think about the, the conflict here? I mean, this man was in charge of, of... He's forced to resign from his position. I know. You know what it is? You've got to look at it from the point of view of this. We're dealing with people that haven't you know to me that haven't got a brain cell because <laughs> no no I'm being straight here because it's it's straightforward and it's black and white oh, man. he was in charge of something else and he's gone himself and decided you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go and deal with this and see it firsthand. but now what I'm going to do now is I'm going to make you <laughs> in charge of something else that has a, another major impact mm-hmm you, you know, common sense tells you straight away who is making these decisions. Now we got to look at those people. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's where I'm coming from. What from dirt does he have on them? Yeah, that's what I because want to know. the thing is, I was gonna. Uh, there you, 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 nah, and I'm, I'm and he's not wrong. He's not wrong in what who he's was saying. Was at those parties with him? Yeah, who, he's like like you watch um, what was it? The craze. It's yeah, an example yeah, of that. Yeah, it's yeah. no joke. You yeah, think yeah. I'm joking? I'm yeah, being very serious. Exactly. The craze situation is like all right. Cool. I know what you're I doing. Love this. Yeah. So Keith Baz is a Labour MP. Yeah. And when voting, being voted into this justice committee, which is what you were 150 saying, Tories, 150 please. Tories um, voted for him. Yeah. Now, I told you earlier that I'm, I'm not into the... Tories! Tories, yeah, Tories, yeah Conservatives. MPs voted for him to Those be in the Those guys love a red boy as well, that's why. So, well, I was just, <laughs> just going to say that Tell whilst you. I'm not big on the Mercedes conspiracy, like you were saying, what, did, what does he have on people? 
I wouldn't be so surprised or it's not out of the realms of imp- of possibility that he did I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're saying that now at least at least you've shown us a different side to you now I'm happy with that <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you're willing to <laughs> Do you know what's going to happen like now that he's now moved from 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 smashing in back doors of Eastern Europeans right? <laughs> 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 which is what he was doing right now he's moved to justice it's going to turn into a real life version of Banshee. Watch, <laughs> I'm telling you. You're going to find the guy's really a gangster. You're gonna, this is going to end with everyone finding that Keith Faz is really a gangster and he's from in, from the inside fucking shit up. <laughs> Watch, well, why not? He was running around trying to stop prostitution. <laughs> what's he doing? What was he doing? Was he doing that or was he <laughs> contributing to the economy over? You know what I mean? And not just any, just Eastern vulnerable ones as well. There was um, one Romanian dude. Who <laughs> no part. Enough, 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 enough. Enough. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Mariah Carey. So Mariah Carey. Oh. She separates from her, her fiance. Billionaire. A billionaire. Was it was Rupert yeah. Maddox somewhere? We, we, we can't listen. Kerry Packer. Listen. I don't even know where we. we, we, we Mariah. Listen. Back in the day, I've looked at Mariah and I said, "You know, Mariah, you got a bit about you." I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Mm. She's got a bit, but but she's so unstable. Yeah. In in in, if you look at it from Nick Cannon to, if you look at her track record, way before Nick Cannon, the Sony, yeah. Tommy Matola, yeah. yeah. So her her track was... record speaks for itself. You you can't settle down with her. You just can't do it. Why why do people take these risks? I don't understand. Yeah, because what, it's what, her, isn't it? Yeah, so they just of the name, it's just because and but that's the thing. He, yeah, but it's not he's about that though. He's but, a billionaire. But he's a billionaire out of all due respect. But this is Mariah Carey we're talking about. Yeah. So he can have Sounds all the good. money in the world, yeah. but that's attached to him now, isn't it? Yeah, he's got Mariah Carey. He's got he's status Mariah now. Carey. He's got the billionaire status. Now think about it. Yeah, he's got the he's got the billionaire status. Great, you know him for being a billionaire, but then. Look at what he's got in his arm. That's what you got to think. Some people are shallow like that. I'm not. Di- I'm not dissing you, mate. I'm sorry. Now, if you're listening, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm just telling you the truth. If you want to give me some of your money, I'll take some of it. So the the, the rumours are she, she wants to keep the 10 million engagement ring for what? She wants 50. She wants to keep the 10 million engagement for what? Ring. She wants a 50 million convenience payoff for cause convenience because she, she moved her family from. Whichever coast to his coast because it's oh, oh, and that inconvenient. And that million. So she, 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 she had kids. Well, what she's saying is it's conversation because she cancelled tours. She did this, that, and the other. She wants. I think there was a cancelled tour because they had an argument. So, the so she's she calling it inconvenience. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. But sorry, so he, what's, what's he, he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't make her cancel the tour. Exactly. What you have? People have arguments all the time. Jesus but Christ, Tina Turner, they're engaged. I, I, I tell her beating the shit out of Tina Turner and she's still got to find her ass on stage to sing and shake her, and shake her <laughs> ass to roll in, you know? Do, do you know what I mean? And she, and she was getting two by fours put over her head. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Listen, I, it comes back to her not being stable and her not thinking thing. straight. It's not funny, yeah. yeah. I, out of all due respect, listen, she, she, Mariah, I like you. I'm not going to lie, I've got a lot of time for your music's on point, but you mentally... You're just not right. And, not. I, and I think we've got to be realistic here. And that's what we've got to say. And I think if we look at a lot of these A-listers, your people, your A-listers, you know. Sure, your um, people. Your, your Hollywood, your Hollywood, your, 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 your LA people, um, Slick Vic, you know what I mean? Your LA people. LA, Lagos. If we look at the Hollywood massive, um, a lot of them, you know, where you think, and we've got to look at deeply and look into it and think to ourselves, well, listen, they've got all this money. But are they truly happy? And no. we've got to talk about happiness. 
What what real happiness have they got? And they haven't because they're not happy within their self. They hate themselves. That's what it boils down to. And we got to be, let's go deep. You want to go deep? We can go deep. Fish go deep. No, yes. Yeah. That's it's that's what people say about rich people to make themselves feel better, isn't it? What's that? It, they've got, they're, they're rich. They've got money, but they don't have a happiness. That's what it is, it's though. True, it's it's true. That's the reality of it, though. Yeah, I mean, that is I'm true. in the poor people category. I that believe is, in that. But that's true. But it is, often <laughs> but, it is true when you see these people with their free four divorces. And why is that? But that's because Biggie they told don't us take when we were younger. marriage as seriously as poor people do. But it's not even just that, but what we're saying is, it's a disguise, isn't it? You can buy whatever you want, but you can't buy happiness mm-hmm. and yeah, real no, love. You can't. Although, you to be fair, if you want to get someone to give me a couple couple hundred billion to try, I don't think the reason I don't think it's a big deal is because it's a big deal because it's on the sun, and everybody who reads the sun, people like me, not that I read I don't the sun, read the but sun. I'm yeah, okay, but like you're not you're not very wealthy if you're rich, reading the sun. So fifty million pounds to you is like whoa! I can't believe. No, I no. can't believe. Let's say that's it was. How much. Let's say it was two hundred grand. Yeah. My point is, what the hell is an inconvenience oh, okay. I thought it was the 50 million yeah. part. Yeah. No, like, it's but the that's fact that she's asking him, what, like, she's asking for. Forget yeah. the money. What is she saying? I misunderstood your question. You have inconvenienced me, yeah. Yeah. so you should pay me it's off the, it's the to audacity. break up with me. It's the We're audacity. not married. Why would I pay you <coughs> anything? It was a house somewhere because of inconvenience for breaking up this relationship. It's the audacity. That's what I was asking. What kind of case is this, then? I thought It's on your litigator. Yeah, so I, I thought Simple maybe it's ancillary relief in the divorce proceedings. They're not even married, they're engaged. They're not even listening yeah. to the story, yeah. They're not, they're, listen. Oh, listen to the story. Yeah, did, no, you even, no. did you read You're the litigator, tell us. They're not even in a standard civil part. The Sheva case. Shocking. The Sheva case. They're engaged. They're in a different jurisdiction. They're engaged. And what she's saying is, because he's breaking up with her, she wants payment for the inconvenience that's been caused whilst they've been in a relationship that hasn't worked. That's what she's saying. Yeah. So forget the amount. My 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 complaint with Mariah is who the fuck asked for money for breaking up with their boyfriend? When when does yeah. that occur? Well, I don't disagree you, with you. That That's sounds, sounds about right. She, and she 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 this comes back to her. And what I'm saying more. about her not yeah. being stable. She's, she's mad rich point. as well, but, by the way. So it's not about the money. She's worth hundreds of millions as well. Millions. We can talk about the fact that well, should she be able to keep the ring? Because don't doesn't a man other one. doesn't doesn't a man can't keep the ring. give give a ring to a woman in the hope hope and anticipation that she will marry him. Yeah. Mm. So if for whatever reason you don't go ahead with with the marriage, isn't the correct etiquette is for the woman to she return? She doesn't that. have any. She, she doesn't, she doesn't have she, etiquette. Well, that's what I said. She wants She's, to keep that ring. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, married yeah. and divorced. That's like how many times now? I feel like that's incorrect as well. Like why? And you're right. And that's what I'm saying. If a woman gave a man a ring. It would be the same way implied, yeah, which yeah, really absolutely. happens. But I'm just saying, should yeah. it happen? Exactly. Give yeah. the ring back. Yeah. Just give it back. Absolutely. You, don't, you don't. You don't want it. You don't want. Listen, inconvenience. So she's saying, I'm keeping Did this for inconvenience, an and I want inconvenience money too. Did he yeah, make an application to the courts to? Oh, I don't think he gives a shit. Like, do, I think I, I, ring I, back. Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. No, it hasn't got that stage yet. Yeah. She's just telling. She's just come with a couple of files. Story. Yeah. Look, man. Anticipating what would happen potentially. They're breaking up. They're breaking up. They're breaking up. So what she's saying is. Spitefulness. This now. is what I want. Yeah. In order to end this. Uh, it's over. I'm thinking about this billionaire guy. I, I, I don't know how that. He's like, it's, it's done. With we're finished. Working out. Uh, he's can breaking, I have my he, ring back? Is he saying look, this? No, no, no. Look, he's, he's, he's like, oh, he's going to ask for my ring. So I'm just telling. No, him no, no. Put, put this way. Put this way. He has realised 
that he was getting married to someone who's batshit crazy. Yep. Right? And 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 it's somebody who likes to just blow money. But now she wants to blow his money. And Extravagant that, and that, and that's the nonsense. Thing he doesn't want right? that. He doesn't, and want he doesn't want that. So we are not compatible as humans. Let's both go our separate ways. Because she's pissed off that he's broke it off with her, now she's being spiteful and has brought some kind of nonsensical civil case to him. Yeah. Right. Because because we're not getting married, I want I want I, I want to keep the um the engagement. He hasn't even asked for anything back. Yeah. She's she, she's brought a motion to keep the engagement ring, and yeah. she wants to be um. Um, compensated for for her loss of work, yeah. Earnings, yeah, loss of earnings. Anyway, <laughs> look, she she doesn't even. Look- I told you, it's down to her instability mentally. Mm. That's it. Let's just cut a long story short. That is what it is. It's a fact. Do you get what I mean? It's She's her mental state. I, Do you agree? Seem right to me. Yeah, exactly. no, no, absolutely. I Thank agree. you very it much. Seem right to me. The answer to both of your questions the, uh, about the ring. The, why are you keeping the ring? I don't You're understand. You. You're breaking up. Yeah. Whatever the reason. Spite for choice. His choice. It doesn't matter. Way, it's done. Married. It's that done. We'll move on, mate. Move on. Give me my she... keys back as well, man. <laughs> no, she looks like she, she looks like you know, like and like you said, like, like, like Pinocchio yeah. when when Pinocchio now thinks, oh look, the puppet now thinks it's a human. You know what I mean? She just looks like a hu- a human blow up sex sex doll now, just with legs. <laughs> and that's the news. So our final piece of the week. <coughs> He's a... What the f***? So this week is gaming. And the reason why it's gaming is because I read a story about a couple of friends going to a punch-up and one pushed the other one out of a window because he beat him <coughs> at FIFA. So I did some <laughs> more research. And it just seems the friends and people that actually know each other regularly get into fights. So after doing some research, I found that in America, NFL, NBA, all those games... People slap each other up all the time. <laughs> Call of Duty. They fight regularly. Family, cousins, brothers, sisters. Physical fights. People get put in hospital over computer games. What the fuck is that about? Well, ask the gaffer. When the night before gaffer got married, I didn't want to. You know, I never asked for any of this. You know, <laughs> gaffer and the Taylor, Taylor boy were playing FIFA. Taylor, as usual, he's got some kind of issue with me. So he calls me out. So I had to take him to church, innit? You know what I mean? I had to straighten him out a bit. But I think Taylor don't like he don't like losing to me. So he starts getting confrontational. Do you know what I mean? I am the victim in this thing here. If I if I lose to someone, I take it on the chin. But some people they don't have that capacity as a human being. <laughs> Just don't have the capacity as a human being. Right? And it manifests itself in a dangerous way. Vi- physical violence. It's a game. It, it, I don't know. I, I can't lie. I, I've just uh, that was a funny day though. I'm not gonna lie. I was I, I, I was pissing myself. I've never seen the Snapchats. Yeah, I, I I found it very funny and very amusing. I just kept my distance. I said, "Gents, I'll let you carry on." <laughs> I just straightened them out. I didn't like it. <laughs> but what, what what is it about a game where it's pride, it, isn't it? There's no yeah. money involved. There's no it's well, generally there has been money involved in some cases. Yeah, some people play money. Generally, there's no money involved. It's just a game. I don't understand. It's literally just a computer game. It is, but it's you know some people's pride, ego. Yeah. Um, and you and look at what's happening online nowadays. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. Street Fighter. When I've been on Street Fighter, I've been online on Street Fighter. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna bring it up. Um, you know, there's a few people that stopped me playing it, 
because um, you know well, I've got beaten by certain people that play every day they don't go to work and they just stand there all day yeah I know um, these people yeah so so these people then and FIFA as well and I've retired from playing FIFA after someone beat me battered me as well I, uh, I took it personally it was probably a 10 year old kid um, I don't know all I know is when when you lose it hurts so me I'm thinking about it from my point of view and I've realised that you know get, getting those types of beatings hurt so if you're in someone's you know capacity and they're winding you up and you know you've got certain people that can wind you up mm. it's a killer you know and I, I don't like losing so if those people are competitive and really competitive then i can understand it but listen i'm not going to fight no one over a computer game i'm mm. not going to lie to you i'm not going to go and beat nobody up and then end up getting beaten up if that's the case for some <laughs> of these other people so imagine you're fighting someone and you know you can't beat them up anyway but then you're going to get beaten up for for starting a fight that you was never going to win anyway and got beat in a computer game on top of it what an idiot so um yeah nah I think it don't make sense and I, I, I can never justify it for a game. You know, in the foot in, in real football, then yeah, I want to beat my players up when they play bad. Of course. You know, that's, that's, that's understandable and that and that's different because there's points on the board then. Do you know what I mean? No, you should, yeah, you should, you should tell them you that you want to headbutt them in their jaw, innit? Why would you go there? <laughs> eh? Why would you go there? Uh, listen, you things like that's wrong. You can't I don't see how you can argue over a computer game. I feel like the algorithm's there to make it even. I can see why you can uh, have a fight over a board off, game. Off a, off a balcony, 15th floor. That's crazy. 15th floor? Yeah, that, 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 that is just... That's just hospitalising the dude. That's psychotic. Like, killed, like, killed him! You don't, you don't get hospitalised before 15th floor, mate. You don't make it. Yeah, that, 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 that's craziness. And that, yeah, that's down to like, um, mental, again, instability. And it comes down to people taking it way too serious yeah. to a point where you're thinking, as you rightly said, it is only a game. But seriously, people, I will kill you if you try and come online. And like, <laughs> I will hurt anybody. I've, I've got the new Street Fighter for, for my PS4. If you're on it, I'll tell you my coordinates. But I will find you. <laughs> so that's another episode of The Rival Show. Uh, we'll be back next week as normal. But I'd like to thank all the guests, everyone here in the studio, a.k.a. my bedroom. Uh, the man on my right. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. The man on my left. The thing is here. <laughs> when the gaffer turns up, it, it's always interesting, especially when I have the man to my left. Oh, you ah. know, Slick Vinci Cold, the legends of all legends, <laughs> the people's champ. Why is he doing Mr. <laughs> Hollywood himself, the guy that can make women go, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Somebody's going to be on top. I'll pass it on. I don't know. I'm not sure why that just happened. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know what I mean? But like we said, it's been a bumper edition. Me the slick man, mister, send your baby mum out for rubbers. Sat here alongside Taposh and Don Gordon. Don of all Dons. The last Don. The boss of bosses. <laughs> UK Idris. Let's just stop him there. Boris Chestnut, as you know by now, internationally known. Why, 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 why? Why? You know what, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. It's been a blast. We really enjoyed it. That's another episode of the Rival Show. We out.